It's time for the Westwood Patriots football pregame show on ESPN-UP. Here's Tanner Hoops. Broadcasting live from Mountaineer Stadium on the campus of Iron Mountain High School in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, Westwood Patriot football is on the air, ESPN, UP. Hi, everybody. Tanner Hoops alongside Jared Kosky. Max Stevens is alongside our on-site producer and engineer, and Thomas Dunstan in the studio. We are the crew for tonight as the Westwood Patriots visit the Iron Mountain Mountaineers. And I tell you what, Jared, both teams come in with 1-0 and records. This is the 42nd meeting all-time between the two, and it's been a lopsided affair as to now. Iron Mountain has won 36 of the first 41 matchups, but Westwood has won the last two, and they've done so decisively. Last year on August 31st, Westwood won 34-0. The year before that, 34-6. So it might be lopsided in the record books, but it's starting to trend the right way. Yeah, it's certainly always been a traditional strong football program down here in Iron Mountain, and uh, it's ne- it's never easy to get a win out of here. So anytime you can come down here and have a good competitive game and even sneak a win out, it's, it's really something. Iron Mountain's last win the series came back on September 23rd of 2016. I mentioned both teams are 1-0. Westwood got here by beating Houghton 24-14 last Thursday. Westwood accumulated 403 yards of total offense. But the difference, Jared, is they did it with a balanced attack. 281 yards rushing and 122 yards through the air. Traditionally, this is a very much run-heavy Westwood squad. Now we got a little bit of balance to feature this year. Yeah, I think, wasn't there a uh, passing touchdown called back uh, yep. that was uh, would also tack down a few more passing yards? About 47 yards that got called back due to a penalty. The defense, they were stellar as well. They held Holton to 198 yards of total offense and just six first downs. So Westwood impressive on both sides of the ball in week one. 266 of Westwood's yards came from Taylor Delangelo. 266 of 403. And this is a kid who did not play quarterback throughout his high school career until last Thursday. Now he gets a chance to run the show, run the offense, and he ran it really well last week. Yeah, I know Coach Serge said he put a lot of time in in the offseason. He picked up some speed, a little bit of strength, a little bit of weight, and, uh, hey, just jump into the next role. You're filling some big shoes for Mr. Nathan Beckman there, and uh, now he steps right in and steps up in his first game. Yeah, he went 4 of 5 for 122 yards and one TD through the air, was picked once. He carried the ball 20 times for 144 yards and two touchdowns. Meanwhile, Iron Mountain moved to 1-0 with a 17-14 win over Nagani last week. Iron Mountain was outgained in that game, 228 to 156, but special teams made the difference. They've got a kicking game, something you won't find in a lot of high school teams. I don't care where you are. Special teams, they're certainly may, they add up to one-third of the game, and they can't be underestimated as how much to, they will play into tonight. Yeah, there's no question. And if you, if you know you can knock in three points from you know, somewhere inside the 20-yard line pretty frequently, I, I think that's another weapon you have to, to make people guessing when you get down there in your offense. 
Well, as you mentioned, Iron Mountain traditionally is a football power. Last year, they were 8-3 and three and made the postseason. Their only losses in the regular season came to this Westwood squad in Week 2 and then to Calumet, who won the conference. They did win their playoff opener 36-14 against Oscata, but they fell to Roskamon 22-7 in the second round. They have only missed the playoffs four times since 1990. It tells you about the tradition that they have here and this beautiful stadium facility. I mean, that very much goes into it. When you get kids interested, it all starts with the facilities that you have. No question, and uh, it, it's a little bit more like a college stadium than a lot of the other college one, or the other high school ones we come into because they kind of make you walk through the gate. Mm-hmm. Not many places to get in, and there's walls all the way around, so you, you want to come in, you want to watch a game, you got to come in through the gate and watch the game. We are expecting a really good contest tonight. It'll be another good one for Westwood next week at home against Calumet. They beat us twice last year by a total of eight points, including the first round of the playoffs. Iron Mountain, meanwhile, is up at Houghton for their Week 3 contest. But each has a stiff challenge tonight before they start thinking about that. Let's take our first time out. When we come back, you'll hear from both head coaches, Scott Sergila and Robin Martella. All that more coming up as the pregame rolls on on ESPN-UP. Hi, honey, I'm home. What's new? Hustle delivered our new washer and dryer today. Oh, that was fast. Any problems? None at all. The guys arrived on time, hooked up the water, and hauled away the old ones. Have a look. Hi. Uh, hi. Uh, sweetie, what are these guys doing in our laundry room? They're the household guys. Okay, I can see that, but why are they standing against the wall? <laughs> why, they're standing behind their products, silly. Would you boys like some more coffee? Household appliance and art van furniture, locally owned, U.S. 41 West, Marquette. I'm Tom Farley from the Bjorkins-Alke Funeral Home. The student-athletes in our area are second to none. They spend their days in the classroom preparing for their futures and compete after school in their sports with a high level of talent and effort. Each year there is a new set of athletes. We watch as they grow and develop and represent their schools and communities. When you see them on the street, let them know you appreciate their efforts. The Bjorkins-Alke Funeral Home is standing on the sideline with great admiration for what you do. Join us ensuring in a positive way as we enjoy this high school sports season. Bjork and Zelke Funeral Home, your local and trusted agents for Sunburst Memorials. Have you ever just completely lost yourself out on the open road? Just you and your favorite station as loud as it can go. Every window down, one arm on the wheel, and a passing lane ahead that times out perfectly with a semi-truck that just pulled onto the highway, setting you up for a seamless pass. There's a lot to love about driving across the open road on a perfect day, especially when you're cruising in the all-new 2019 Subaru Impreza from Fox Marquette. Featuring a 152-horsepower direct-injected engine, symmetrical all-wheel drive, and Wi-Fi connectivity, this Subaru was made for the love of the road. So grab a friend or two, crank up your favorite song, and take a drive while the UP weather is in its prime. Because there's a lot to experience in the UP this time of year, and getting there should be half of the fun. Fox Marquette. Experience the difference. This is ESPN-UP Sports Director Tanner Hoops. Every week we take you behind the scenes and help you get to know a Westwood Patriot off the field. Chad Pullman, DB, senior. My favorite animal to visit at the zoo is probably the gorillas. A hot dog is not a sandwich. My favorite athlete is probably Jalen Ramsey. My go-to game day meal is probably just a couple sandwiches, bowl of cereal. The goofiest teammate is Ty Alderton. My favorite restaurant is probably Sherry's. This is Chad Pullman, you're listening to Westwood Football ESPN-UP.
You're tuned to Westwood Patriots Football on ESPN-UP. Pretty good continues on ESPN-UP. Speaking with Westwood head coach Scott Sergio before his team takes on Iron Mountain. Coach, how about this week of practice leading up to week two? Uh, you always hope from week one to week two uh, that you make your most improvement. And, uh, I thought, you know, I thought we did this week. I thought we had a good week of practice. Uh, you know, Iron Mountain, you know, presents a lot of problems. Um, but, you know, we're, we're going to try to work on them and defend them the best we can and see what we can do offensively and go from there. What positions did you feel you made the most improvement? Um, you know, we got to work, uh, you know, against a wing T team like that. And um, I wasn't happy with our coverages. Uh, you know, so our secondary, we worked hard with them. We worked hard with our linebackers. Um you know, I thought our O and D line for the most part played pretty darn good last game, um, but there's always room for improvement there too. Defensively, what does Iron Mountain bring to the table? Uh, they, they got some speed. They got a little bit of size. You know, they got guys in the right spots, and uh, they, they come at you. They come hard, and and uh, they're going to come at you. Coach, give me some keys to the game tonight. We got to control the line of scrimmage uh, on both sides of the ball, and um, we got to limit our mistakes. Little too few too many. Uh, unforced mistakes last week with a couple offsides, holding, false start, things like that. We gotta, you know, uh, eliminate those mistakes. But if we can control the line of scrimmage, like always, uh, we'll have a chance. Scott Sergio, Westwood head coach. Appreciate the time. Best of luck as always. Thanks. Take a time out. More after this in ESPNUP. Take a look inside the world's primary nickel mine. There are only a few free tours left of the Eagle Mine and Humboldt Mill this season. Tours go through the end of September. Eagle Mine offers two different tours, a driving and walking surface tour of the mine site and a walking tour of the Humboldt Mill. Registration for each tour is required. Book your free tour online at eaglemine.com slash tours. The tours are free and they're open to people age 13 and up. Attendees under the age of 18 must be accompanied by an adult. Book your tour online, eaglemine.com slash tours. Your business is unlike any other. That's why at MBank, our business banking team works with you one-on-one to design personalized savings and lending solutions for your business's unique needs. We're here to help your business run efficiently today and build for an even stronger tomorrow. Set your business up for success with MBank. We're here to help you find the right solution. MBank, community-focused, client-driven. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Dave's Collision in Ishpeming specializes in scratch and dent repair as well as other major collision repairs, including metalwork, painting, and collision-related mechanical work. Dave's uses quality Exalta paint to ensure a clean, shiny, color match finish. With over 26 years of experience, Dave, with the help of his qualified staff, has the knowledge to restore your vehicle to pre-accident condition. Make the right decision. Choose Dave's Collision. Call 485-1211. That's 485-1211. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots football on ESPN-UP. When, when you win the football game against a tough opponent last week, uh, we turned the page over the weekend. I uh, started focusing on Westwood on Monday. Uh, there's no doubt they're a good football team. Taylor Delangelo, uh, the Pullman kid, um, really good football team uh, with phys- physicality on both sides of the ball. So you have to be 1-0, but uh, you're moving on to the next week. Tell me what Westwood likes to do fundamentally. Well, I can tell you how their offensive and defensive lines are fundamentally sound in terms of their pad level, in terms of their feet, uh, keeping their feet going on the point of contact. That's just been a staple for them the past couple of years uh, since Scott Serge has been there. Um, just a physical football team that uh, we're going to have to contend with here tonight. How's Marcus feeling tonight? 
Well, you know, he, he's not there yet. Um, we're trying to be patient. I know that's easier said than done. Um, he's been working with the trainer since he got clear on August 19th. That's just where we're at. Um, not ready to play a full football game. Uh, we understand we're in the week two, the uh, week two of the season. It's a long season, so we're trying to do things the right way. Uh, we've talked about that the whole way through. So, uh, Marcus, he's not going to play here tonight. Coach, give me some keys to a win tonight. Well, we have to match their physicality up front. There's no doubt about it on the offense and defensive lines. Got to win the turnover battle and got to minimize our mistakes. We've talked about that. Um, Westwood's not going to beat themselves, and we don't want to give them any help, so uh, we're hoping for good things here tonight. Rob Martla, Iron Mountain head coach. Appreciate the time, Coach. Best of luck. All right, thank you. More after this on ESPNUP. Football season is an exciting time, and from first downs to touchdowns, it's all about teamwork. I'm E.J. Kostriva, Regional President of First Bank, and our teams in Marquette and Ishpeming are ready to assist you with your banking needs. From a commercial loan to a checking account to a mortgage product, we have a full lineup of products and services with all the conveniences to match. Yes, it's that time of the year. Football is in the air, and First Bank wants to be on your team. Stop in and let's chat. First Bank, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. First-Bank.com. Super One Foods in Nagani and Marquette are thrilled to welcome back high school football with these deals. Black Angus T-Bone Steaks for $6.96 a pound. Full Fryer Chicken, $0.66 cents a pound. Smithfield Boneless Pork Country Ribs, a family pack for $1.66 a pound. 80% Lean Ground Chuck, a family pack for $2.69 a pound. And Bicolor Sweet Corn, $0.33 cents each, a limit of 12 Prices are good through Saturday, September 7th at your local Super One stores in Nagani and Marquette. Low prices, better choices right in your neighborhood, Super One Foods. Here's what your friends and neighbors are saying about active physical therapy. This is Mike Kosky with Congress Pizzas. After being diagnosed with a herniated lower disc, I was given the option of either surgery or therapy. I chose active physical therapy because of Scotty Corkin. My experience with active physical therapy is extremely positive. Scott set me up with a program that I could do at home. After one month, I was back on my feet doing my daily activities. Get active, be active, stay active with active physical therapy. For more information visit stayactiveup.com this is espn up sports director tanner hoops every week we take you behind the scenes and help you get to know a westwood patriot off the field mason mariuta i'm a senior and wide receiver my favorite animal to visit at the zoo is definitely the monkeys i think a hot dog is definitely a sandwich my favorite athlete is it's got to be aaron Rodgers. my go-to game day meal is oatmeal Goofiest teammates, probably Jackson Bidman or Joe DeRosha. Favorite restaurant is Mamma Mia's. This is Mason Mariuzza, and you're listening to Patriot Football on ESPN-UP. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots Football on ESPN-UP. Welcome back to Iron Mountain. Tanner Hoops, Jared Kosky, Thomas Dunstan, Max Stevens, the crew for tonight. Glad to have you along. As always, whether it's on your AM or FM dial or you're streaming us via the World Wide Web online at ESPNUP.com. It is a beautiful night for football. We are getting set to kick off at 6 o'clock local time, crossed over to Central. I tell you what, a beautiful facility and a great night for football. It's a little ominous looking when we left Marquette County, Jared, but this is perfect. This is a very temperate evening and it's going to be a really fun football game tonight. Yeah, down in the banana belt of the UP, and a little bit more about the history of this field. Right down there in that corner in 1927, 
Babe Ruth was here for an exhibition game. How about that? And I guess the, the rumors are he was smashing home runs out here. A local pitcher struck him out the first time, but he hit a bunch <laughs> of home runs over our heads after that. Uh, we are just a few minutes away from kicking off Westwood against Iron Mountain, which should be a really good Week 2 matchup between a pair of 1-0 and teams. Westwood donned in the visiting white uniforms with red numerals, a little bit of navy blue outline, Iron Mountain in the home black with gold numerals supplemented by white. Let's take our last time out for the playing of the National Anthem. Kickoff coming up next here on ESPN-UP. If you find yourself tuning into the Friday night football games and are in need for the perfect tee to support your favorite local team, look no further. Wilderness Sports is proud to feature clothing items for all the local high schools. The Hematites, Patriots, Miners, Model Towners, and Redmond can all find their logos represented. Under Armour and many other well-known brands are carried, and Wilderness Sports is more than happy to especially make anything with your favorite logo. You want stadium seats that feature your logo? You've got it. Go in to see the Hometown Touch as they help you find the perfect fit for you in all your pursuits of hunting, fishing, and game-time gear. We'll do the sports downtown Nishpeming. When glass breaks, and it's the kind of a break where your insurance company is going to pay for it, step back for a moment and call time out. You have the right to select Peninsula Glass and Auto Sales of Ishpeming, and why not? If it's glass, they can fix it. All work is guaranteed, and they will bill your insurance directly. The mobile team at Peninsula Glass will come to you and make repairs. Call for a free estimate and see how the crew can best serve you. They also do residential and heavy equipment repair. Peninsula Glass and Auto Sales, Marquette County's only locally owned and operated auto glass shop, right on US 41 in Ishpeming. Here at True North Federal Credit Union, we want to teach kids how to save responsibly right from the get-go. That's why we offer the Kirby Kangaroo Club to ages 0 through 12. The Kirby Kangaroo Club teaches kids how to save responsibly by offering them a punch for every $5 deposited into their account. They can then redeem those punches for fabulous prizes. We also offer the Claim Your Youth Program to ages 13 through 17. The Claim Your Youth Program teaches teens how to save responsibly by offering prizes for net deposits into their account. It's all available at True North Federal Credit Union. Member NCUA, Equal Housing Lender. Now you can combine Big Boy's Big Goodness with Big Room in the new meeting room that can fit up to 50 people. Next time you need a space for your group and food to feed them, call on Big Boy Marquette. You pay for the food, the room is free to reserve. Take a peek at it the next time you're in. It's in the back by the buffet. There's a TV on the wall if you need and free Wi-Fi. Teams can eat meals there. Ladies have been spotted playing cards. What could you use it for? The brand new meeting room at Big Boy Marquette awaits you. Call 226-1062. Make sure you're following ESPN-UP on Facebook and Twitter to stay up to date with all things UP sports. Don't get left out of the conversation either. Let your voice be heard on anything from high school sports to college and the pros. You'll get access to -to up-to-the-minute news and opinion from the ESPN community. On the air, on the web, and on Facebook and Twitter. It's everything you need for sports. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots Football on ESPN-UP. Welcome back to Andrew Hoops. Jared Kosky with you from Iron Mountain, Michigan. Glad to have you along for tonight's play-by-play broadcast. Moments away from kickoff here in Iron Mountain. And let's give you tonight's starting lineups. Westwood is going to start on defense. They have won the toss, and they've deferred to the second half. 
Defensively, Westwood looks like this. The bookends are Jackson Vidlin and Michael Buzino. Matt Pabo and Ty Alderton are, are the tackles. The outside linebackers, Eric Anderson and Travis Uren. Inside, Garrett Mann and Luke Mariuzza. The corners are Taylor Delangelo and Chad Pullman. Zach Carlson is the safety. We'll get the Iron Mountain offense in a moment. But Stephen Kangas has the ball teed up, and he's ready to boot it away. Westwood going from left to right across your radio dial. Iron Mountain once again in the home black uniform supplemented by gold. Westwood in the white traveling uniforms with red and blue. We are ready to get this one going. Hope you are too, and delighted that you're with us on ESPN-UP. Kangas with the left arm up, checks both sides of his line. They're ready to go, as is he. The right-footed kicker approaches, low-line drive squib, and it's just jumped upon around the 48. And dropping to a knee is Jake Dumas, who got on top of it. First and 10, Iron Mountain at their own 48. Their offense looks like this. Colin Visentainer, starting quarterback in place of the injured Marcus Johnson. The running back is Bryce Peach Antonio. The wide receivers, Caleb Ivosevich Hines and Dante Bazanizi. The tight ends, Jake Dumas and Joe Dumas. Get to the line in a moment. Visentiner working under center against a five-man front defensively for Westwood. A two-man backfield. Visentiner takes a snap, and he hands off. That's Ivasevich Hines running to the left side, and he's dragged down, maybe got back to the line of scrimmage. Travis Uren and Eric Anderson on the stop for Westwood. Up front for Iron Mountain, the tackles are Tony Farah and Seth Hansen. The guards are Brett Ammon and Nick Apelka. Gio Kolovecki is the center. Head coach for Westwood, Scott Sergelin, his fifth year, 24-17 and 17 record. Brad Wilgen and Mitch Messing, Bobby Zolke, Seth Tackman, and Tyler LaJoy assist him. Iron Mountain staff in a minute, but first the second down and 11 play. Man in motion, Jake Dumas switches places with his brother Joe. Jake is lined up as a wideout to the far side of the field. Man in motion is Ivasevich Hines. Back to pass, Visentainer. Little check down. It goes to Dumas, and he's hit in the backfield by Luke Mariuzza, then dragged down by, who was that? That was Jackson Vidlin coming was in. Vidlin. Got him blindsided, kind of being held up, and that's what you love as a defender is to be able to clean that one up. It goes for a loss of three, and it brings up third and 14. Head coach for Iron Mountain in his 10th year, Robin Martela, 62-35, and 35, entering tonight. Assisted by Bucky Johnson, Dale Powell, Al Hart, and Dan St. Arnaud. Third and 14 for the Mountaineers. Westwood defense pinning their ears back. Passing situation for Visentainer with two in the backfield. Visentainer. On the hard count, takes a snap, dropping back to pass, play action, stepping up in the pocket, fires a dart across the middle, it's batted away, nearly intercepted. Zach Carlson and Chad Pullman, I believe, both got hands on it, and they deflect it to the ground, which will bring up 4th and 14. Notice they did not tip that ball. They knocked it to the ground. (laughs) Last week we were bitten by the tip a couple of times. So the punt unit is on, and it will be Avasovich Hines to boot it away for Iron Mountain. Not much of a wind. They'll be kicking into the setting sun. Back to receive for Westwood. Uren, it's a short punt. Pullman, closest man to it. He just gets away from it, and it's downed at the 20-yard line. So first and 10, Westwood, after the defense, lets Iron Mountain go nowhere. And we'll see the Patriot offense for the first time. Quarterback by Taylor Delangelo. 
Eric Anderson, Travis Uran in the backfield. Chad Pullman, the wideout. Do not see Garrett Mann out there. He's a game-time decision, was injured last week. Ty Alderton, Luke Mariuzza, the tight ends. Offensive line, left side, Michael Buzino, Spencer Harvilla. Right side, Dan Ostela, Jackson Vidlin. Matt Pabo is the center. Shotgun formation for Delangelo. You ran a step to his left. Man in motion, Anderson. And it's going to be a QB keeper running off tackle. He's got room. Delangelo first down, then some cross to 30, 40, cross midfield, and finally dragged down in Mountaineer territory. Heck of a run off tackle by Delangelo. That's good for 33 yards on first down. Yeah, nice block to get the corner there for Delangelo. Delangelo had 266 of Westwood's 403 yards of total offense last Thursday. Rush for 144 yards on 20 carries against Houghton. He's got 33 on one carry tonight against Iron Mountain. Luke Mariuzzi now in the game as a wideout. He's split out to the far side. Pullman in the slot. Shotgun formation. Delangelo with a man in motion. Anderson takes a snap. QB keeper right up the middle. Delangelo crosses the 45. Drag down just shy of the 40. Joe Dumas came in to make the stop for Iron Mountain, the Mountaineer defense. The bookends, John Carrion and Jake Dumas. The defensive tackles, Gino Kolovecki and Nick Apelka. Caleb Berkland, the nose guard, and he's a good one. The three linebackers, Joe Dumas, Bryce Pichantonio, and Caleb Ivosevich-Hines. The corners are the Bosanese brothers, Gio and Dante, with Colin Visentainer as the safety. On that last play there, Eric Anderson put a lick on that inside linebacker, leading Taylor through that hole. Second down and three after the gain of seven. Two wide, bolt to the near side. Pullman in the slot. Shotgun for Delangelo. Man in motion, Anderson. Anderson gets hit in the backfield. Ball's loose, and Iron Mountain's on top of it. Anderson was rocked right as he was receiving the handoff, and the ball was jarred loose. Westwood had no chance to get on top of it, and that play was made by Peach Antonio. So a promising Westwood drive stalls, and Iron Mountain takes the ball over at their own 49. Mountaineer offense forced to punt on fourth and 14. See what they do on round number two. That was a hit there right after the handoff, too, so I don't think Anderson had it secured. Shotgun formation for Visentainer. Man in motion is Ivasovich Hines. Takes a snap, dropping back, now rolling to his right. Pressure coming, hit as he throws, lobs it up in the air, and he well overthrew Ivasovich Hines. Looking for offensive pass interference on that one. Looked like the Iron Mountain guy. All he had to do was throw the Westwood guy out of the way or it was going to be picked. That was a dangerous throw. He was hit as he threw. Jackson Vidland. Vidland's had a good game so far. And uh, Chad Pullman had that had that ball all lined up and was ready to grab it. And the Iron Mountain kid made a great play to get him out of the way without getting a flag thrown on himself. We are scoreless. 8.35 to play in the opening quarter. Iron Mountain on offense for the second time. Two-man backfield, nobody out wide for Visentainer, working under center, takes a snap, and he pitches. And trying to cut to the outside, it's Berkland. He's got room, stays on his feet across the 40, inside the 35, and pushed out of bounds by Uren. That was Caleb Berkland. Not a starter offensively, plays nose guard on the defensive end. 
and he has Iron Mountain's best and only positive offensive play of the night so far. At the Westwood 32-yard line. Yeah, they've thrown the ball as many times as they've ran it so far tonight. Byzantainer's got an arm. Backup quarterback starting in place of the injured Marcus Johnson. Heard coach Robin Martellis say he would not play tonight. He is not dressed. He's on the sideline in street clothes. One wide on the play. That's Jake Dumas. Two-man backfield, Byzantainer. Hands off, using his blockers, Ivasovich Hines, and he's dragged down for a gain of about one by Travis Uren. Things up second and nine at the 31. Clock rolling, 8-13 to play. Quarter number one, we are scoreless. I think Coach Serge talked about contain. We really have to keep contain and not let them make those plays outside, and that one run back there was what happened. They got around that end, and... Bad things happen when that goes wrong. Peach Antonio comes out. Berklin is now the deep back. One wide of the near side. That's Jake Dumas. Byzantiner under center. Man in motion. That's Bazanese. Pitch goes to Berklin. Running off tackle to the right side. Has a block. And finally, no, he eluded Zach Carlson, but then steps out of bounds. Carlson couldn't wrap him down, but he did push him enough that his momentum carried him out of bounds. And by the way, Garrett Mann is in the ball game. Didn't start, but he's out there now. Been dealing with injury was a game time decision. Strained a quad during camp. So as it is, it's a third down and two. Iron Mountain at the Westwood 24. Iron Mountain's starting to find something they like getting around the end on us here. And keep in mind, Iron Mountain does have a field goal unit. They've got a good kicker. It's not necessarily two down territory. Two-man backfield. Byzantainer working under center, takes a snap. Hands off, going up the middle of the fullback. He's going to be near the pylon. Looks like he has it. No signal yet, but he does appear to have enough for the first down, and now they move the chains. And it was Peach Antonio who carries it. A gain of three, but that's enough. First down and ten at the 21. Byzantainer brings in the plank off in the sideline. 7.29 to play, quarter number one, scoreless ball game, but Iron Mountain on the move. Nobody out wide of the play, a couple of wingbacks, one-man backfield, Byzantainer working under center. Man in motion, Bazanese, and he has the football. Going up the middle, he's ridden down from behind by Vidalin once again. And that just looked like confusion from the get-go, Jared. Yeah, it sure did, and... Uh... Taylor Delangelo uh, was on the near side here where they kind of reversed that back to, and he had that contain there, made him turn it up, and it just ended up not being productive. Either way, they do get inside the 20, down to the 18, and it brings up second and seven. Byzantainer brings in the play call. Nobody out wide. Jake Dumas tied into the left side of the field. Peach Antonio wing to the right. Two-man backfield for the Mountaineers. Byzantainer takes a snap. Hands off. Peach Antonio going up the middle. He stacked up near the line and pushed backwards. Looks like Jackson Vidland was the first one in on that hit again. Vidland have himself a really nice game early on. And they call it a gain of one based on forward progress. Brings up third and six from the 17. A big third down coming up for Westwood's defense. 
Still nobody out wide for the Mountaineers. Bozzanese, a wing to the right side, two-man backfield for Byzantiner. Jake Dumas, tight end, lines up in the left. Takes a snap, handoff up the middle, Peach Antonio trying to bounce it outside, but he's wrapped up for a short game. We're going to see if they can, you know, stretch a field goal out here, I think. Garrett Mann and Taylor Delangelo on the tackle. And now decision time for Robin Martela. This would be about a 33-yard field goal. It's the offensive set going in. No field goal attempt here, it doesn't look like. Now they're going to go for it. Fourth down and four, five and a half minutes to play opening quarter. Ball at the Westwood 15. Spread in the field with four out wide. Trips to the far side. Empty backfield. And we get a whistle prior to the play. And somebody decides to spend a timeout. And it's Iron Mountain. Maybe just trying to draw Westwood off sides? Yeah. Now Caleb Ivasevich-Hines is their field goal kicker. They have two kids on their roster who can kick. They've got Gavin Golette who does PATs for them. But Ivasevich-Hines made from 30 yards against Nagani last week, and that proved to be the winner. So it's about in his range. It'd be a 32, 33-yarder from here. Yeah, and there's not any wind. It's, you know, nice light air down here. The sun came out. Perfect night for a kicker. Well, I tell you what, did you know that First Bank has offices in Ishpeming and Marquette plus seven other locations in Upper Michigan? Find out more at firsthypenbank.com or better yet, stop in soon and meet the team. First Bank, proud to be part of our community. First Bank, where it's all about people. Make the right decision and choose Dave's Collision. Dave's Collision Center at 579 Washington Street in Ishpeming. The Bjork and Zolke Funeral Homes support the athletes, cheerleaders, bands, and fans. Play hard, be fair, and enjoy the game. And Embers Credit Union is ready to serve you in Marquette, Nagani, Munising, and Trenary. Embers Credit Union, live it up. Tanner Hoops, Jared Koski with you. Max Stevens on site. Thomas Dunstan in the studio. Fourth down at four at the Westwood 15. Iron Mountain with a decision to make. Score. Excuse me, scoreless ball game, 5-18 to play in the opening quarter. Well, shout out to uh, Weez and Corey working hard out at the mine tonight. All right. Listen Glad to in. have you along. So it's fourth and four, and the offense is staying on the field for Iron Mountain. And they come out in a similar spread formation. This time they got five wide. Shotgun formation for Visentainer. Trips to the far side, takes a snap, dropping back, looking right. Fires a dart for the end zone and overthrew his man. Looking for Peach Antonio, and he overthrew him. So Westwood will take over on downs. First and ten at their own 15. The Patriot defense holds. 5-12 to play opening quarter. Patriots with a strong drive, at least to start. And then a fumble on their third play after they got to Iron Mountain territory. End of the drive. Yeah, and that was just such a bang-bang play. It was like the... the Hand off in the backfield, and boom, he hit him before I think he even had a chance to, to handle that ball and secure it. Just one wide on the play. That's Pullman near side. Tight ends Alderton to the left and Anderson to the right. Now Anderson's in motion. Shotgun formation. We get a whistle before the snap, and a full start is going to be called. Movement up front. It looks like. It's going to go against Westwood. That's the indication. It is indeed full start against the Patriots. A little lengthy time to make that call. Ball spotted 
5-11 to play, opening quarter. We're scoreless here in Iron Mountain. Backs Westwood up to their own 10, first and 15. So Delangelo, second straight start at quarterback, brings in the play call from the sideline. Beautiful night, beautiful facilities here in Iron Mountain. Shotgun formation, Pullman, line to the near side. Dante Bazanisi on him. Delangelo designed QB run, he stacked up immediately. Iron Mountain knew it was coming that time, and it will go for no gain. Beach Antonio coming in to make the stop for the Mountaineers. And we get a timeout called. I think, uh, I think they're calling that on Westwood. Yep. Don't think Coach Serge is very happy with the way the line came off. I know one of the keys to the game for him is always controlling that line of scrimmage there and we just kind of got folded up there and that's what caused that fumble on that play too we just got folded up and he's probably having a little chat with them right now regarding that i tell you what super one foods in agani mark can't support the players in tonight's game low prices better choices right in your neighborhood super one foods wilderness sports is proud to feature clothing items for all local high schools get behind your team wearing hats shirts sweatshirts hoodies and more with the logos of your favorite school Peninsula Glass and Auto knows there are some real advantages to buying a used vehicle. Someone else took the hit on the depreciation, so the value of the car is yours at a fair price. Peninsula Glass and Auto looks for the kind of vehicle they can stand behind. Get active, be active, stay active with Active Physical Therapy, Active Physical Therapy in Marquette, Ishpeming, and Agani. Check them out at stayactiveup.com. Tanner Hoops, Jared Koski with you on the call. Beautiful night here in Iron Mountain. Scoreless ball game, 4.57 to play in the opening quarter. And the Patriots are truly in the shadow of their own goalposts mm-hmm. right now. Starting to cast some shadows on the field. Setting sun just behind the Westwood offense. Delangelo works out of the shotgun. He's got Garrett Mann a step to his right. One wide on the play. Pullman to the far side. Delangelo. On the hard count, snap goes to Mann, and Mann hands off to Uren, running off tackle left side. Uren, fighting for a few extra yards after contact, gets across the 15. Yeah, and somebody did not get very low to try to tackle him, and he initiated that contact there and kind of blew the Iron Mountain guy right over. I like the formation from Scott Sergila. There was a quarterback battle during camp between Mann and Delangelo before Mann's injury. But he's got quarterback ability, and when they're both back there, either one could take the snap, and either one could do anything with it. For Westwood, though, it brings up a third down and nine. Ball is at the 16. That was a that was a big play there by your end to turn that corner and knock a guy down and get a few extra yards, get out of that shadow, that goalpost. Two wide, both to the near side. Mariuta and Pullman in the slot, and now we get a whistle prior to the play. And a timeout is called by Iron. Well, it's going to be Westwood. Coach Serge didn't like what he saw there. So Scott Sergela uses his second timeout of the half. Hey, don't forget, tune in tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. here on ESPN-UP for our Saturday morning coaches show. Hear from all five coaches in Marquette County and get their thoughts on how tonight went. Plus... You can hear the brand-new Superior Family Chiropractic and Wellness Player of the Week. We'll have all five coaches give us their thoughts on tonight's game, and we will nominate the Superior Family Chiropractic and Wellness Player of the Week. 4.06 to play, quarter number one. 
Westwood, Iron Mountain scoreless. Big third down and nine coming up for the Patriots. Quite a few other games around the Upper Peninsula tonight, then four tomorrow. Elsewhere in the West Pack this evening, Calumet at Nagani. Hancock visiting Gogibic. Houghton is welcoming Lutz. Gwynn is at Manistique. Bark River Harris visiting West Iron County. Munising at home with Norway. And then tomorrow, Ishpeming is at Lake Linden Hubble. That game will kick off at 2 o'clock. I'm guessing that they must just have a varsity team over there in Lake Linden because I didn't see that their JV had a game on the schedule this week. Yep, yep. They had 15 guys to start the year on the varsity roster, and assuming they had to bring a lot of JV guys up to give some guys a break. Either or, third down and nine offense back on the field. Shotgun formation for Delangelo. He's out there by his lonesome. Takes a snap, dropping back to pass, fires across the middle, got a man, Anderson caught first down, and dives to the field at the 35. He was wide open, he made a nice play to catch that ball, and it kind of took him off his feet a little bit, because he had to elevate to get it, but great play call, great throw, great catch. Anderson with a reception of 19 yards. Lost his footing after making the catch, dives down just beyond the 35, gives Westwood a little breathing room. And a fresh set of downs. 3.51 to play opening quarter. We're scoreless. Shotgun formation for Delangelo. One receiver to the far side of the field. That's Pullman. Man in motion. That's Mariuzza, as in Mason. Lines up as a tight end now to the right side. Delangelo with a man in motion. This time you're Wren. And he keeps it himself out of the shotgun, diving across the 40. And is dragged down for a gain of about five. But there's one of those yellow things on the ground, Tanner. Yep, we've got a flag near the line of scrimmage. It, indicative of a holding from... They're back in Westwood up, and it is indeed a hold. The, the play was gone beyond the line of scrimmage, about three, four yards. And that flag came out after that. Those ones to me are always tough ones. The play's already gone by, and, and the flag goes. What are those penalties Westwood can't afford? Metal mistakes early in the season. 3.26 to play opening quarter. That'll back the Patriots up. Both spotted at their own 32. Ball spotted on the 32-yard line. We'll call it first down and 14 for Westwood. Scoreless ball game, a good one here early on. One receiver to the near side is Chad Pullman. Dante Bazanese is on him. Shotgun formation. Man in motion. Handoff. Uren running. Off right tackle. He's stacked up just across the line of scrimmage. Looks like he's just short of the 35. Call it a gain of maybe three. Brings up second and 11. We hit the three-minute mark here in quarter number one. Westwood, Iron Mountain, a good one so far. Most of this first quarter has been played on the Westwood's half of the football field. We need to get down there and check the turf out down on the other end. Tanner Hoops, Jared Koski on the call. Glad that you're with us. A beautiful night. Happy 906 day to all celebrating. Good time of the year up here in the Upper Peninsula. Calumet with an early 6-0 lead on Nagani. Checking scores around the UP. Shotgun formation for Delangelo. 
A two-wing set, man in motion. Uren takes the handoff, and he's got room. He crosses the original line of scrimmage and still fights forward wow. after contact. He was stacked up and then pressed his way across the 40-yard line. Yeah, he took three, maybe four hits there before he uh, went down. And now about half the Westwood team subbed out at formation shift for Scott Sergila. It brings up fourth down and about six. Trying to flip the field maybe here with a punt. Yep. So Stephen Kangas ready to receive the punt. Two men back for Iron Mountain. Snap is low. Kangas gets it off anyway. A high arcing punt. That is going to take a little bit of a Westwood roll and is downed at the 36. So first and 10 for Iron Mountain. And like you said, Jared, flips field position. This will be the worst starting field position of the night for the Mountaineers. A minute 51 to play opening quarter. We are scoreless. Continue to check on scores from around the UP this evening. But as mentioned, Calumet with an early 6-0 lead. They are at Nagani. Iron Mountain and their offense stopped on fourth down during their last series. Byzantainer brings in the play call from the sideline. Quarterbacking for the injured Marcus Johnson. He's done a very nice job under center so far tonight and last week. It's only the fifth possession of the game here. It's been a slow-moving game. See, I thought Westwood had too many players on the field. I was going to say it there because it looked like an extra couple red hats on the line. I think they're, I think they're doing something here. And yeah, the officials are talking about it. If Westwood yeah. had twelve on the field, I, I, I honestly believe they did that time. But the crew is getting together a lot to discuss things. They took a while to call that um, false start. And the white hat is coming our way. They're going to make them punt it again. Yeah, they are. They're backing Westwood up. So 12 men on the field is indeed the call against Westwood after a lengthy discussion. Gee, I almost said it right before the snap, but I just didn't quite have time. So still a minute 51 to go in the corner, and Westwood is going to have to re-punt. So that's a 15-yard penalty right there. So that's three for 25 yards in penalties on the Patriots tonight Ouch. in the first quarter. Now that field flip, not going to happen. And a couple of Mountaineers standing at their own 42-yard line. Bozanese and Ivasevich hines Kangas gets it away, and he shanked it. High arcing punt. Takes a little Westwood roll, but it's not going to reach midfield. Down by Pullman at the Westwood 49-yard line, and that penalty turns out to be huge. So Iron Mountain takes over first down and 10 in Westwood territory. The lights come on here at Mountaineer Stadium. And Visentainer brings in the play call from the sideline. See if Westwood defensively can come up with another stop. Looked really good on the first offensive series. Byzantainer works under center. Double tight end set. Two-man backfield. Takes a snap. Handoff going up the middle is, I think that's Pichantonio. Dragged down near the 47 for a gain of two. 
Tackle made by Luke Mariuta. Spencer Harvilla in there on the tackle on that one, too. Under 90 seconds to play, opening quarter. Another sophomore the Patriots got in the lineup, playing playing up front on the line there, and he got in there and helped out with that tackle. And Scott Sergio telling me earlier this year he will not bring up a sophomore unless he is going to play on the varsity level. Second down and a long eight. Two-man backfield, Byzantiner under center against a six-man front for Westwood, and they jumped off sides. See who they get this one against, but I think it's Westwood. And it is indeed. Another Patriot penalty. That's four for 30 yards in one quarter. That's going to be a lot of running for the boys on Monday. And we'll make it second down and a long two. Byzantiner working under center. Two-man backfield. Six-man front for Westwood. Handoff. Peach Antonio up the middle near the first down marker. Zach Carlson, the safety, hits him. Bounces off of him and has enough to move the sticks. Glad yeah, Zach had to come up from the safety spot there and make the hit. There was uh, there was one man to beef there. Zach, he gets by Zach Carlson. We, we got trouble. Never want your guys in the secondary to be making the tackles for you. Clock stops while they reset the chains. 53 seconds left in the opening quarter. Scoreless ball game. Calumet leading Nagani 6-0. That game through one quarter. Byzantiner working under center. Two-man backfield. Man in motion is Bazanizi. Right to left. Takes a snap. Pitch out. Ivasovich Hines has a block. Has another. Makes one man miss, but he's dragged down near the line of scrimmage. Ran a long way to get maybe half a yard. Spencer Harvilla coming out and smoking him on the cutback because we had the end contained and he cut back and Spencer would shed his block and took off from the interior D line and he just smoked him when he turned back upfield. Final seconds in the first quarter are going to tick away and through one here in Iron Mountain, it's Westwood nothing. Mountaineers nothing. Let's take a timeout. Second quarter of action next on ESPN-UP. When glass breaks, and it's the kind of a break where your insurance company is going to pay for it, step back for a moment and call timeout. You have the right to select Peninsula Glass and Auto Sales of Ishpeming, and why not? If it's glass, they can fix it. All work is guaranteed, and they will bill your insurance directly. The mobile team at Peninsula Glass will come to you and make repairs. Call for a free estimate and see how the crew can best serve you. They also do residential and heavy equipment repair. Peninsula Glass and Auto Sales, Marquette County's only locally owned and operated auto glass shop, right on US 41 in Ishpeming. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots football on ESPN-UP. Welcome back to Iron Mountain. Tanner Hoops, Jared Koski on the call. Glad that you're with us. A couple of scores to update you on from around the UP this evening. Nagani has just tied things up. 6-6 ball game early in the second quarter. Lance and Houghton, same score, same situation. 6-6, they are early in quarter number two. 
Are you kind of getting the feeling this year at the varsity level that there's a lot of teams that are really close and every night is going to be kind of, you got to focus every night and make sure you win games because everybody's kind of tight with each other? Absolutely there is. Marquette, they are tied after one quarter. They're scoreless hosting Traverse City Central. Sault Ste. Marie at home tonight taking on Alpena. They are scoreless as well. We're scoreless to start quarter number two, 12 minutes on the clock. Iron Mountain now with the sun to their backs. Two-man backfield, Vizentainer working under center, takes a snap, and he hands off to Bazanese. That play going nowhere. He swallowed up for a loss. Michael Buzino in there on the stop along with Jackson Bidlin. Pavo and Spencer Harvilla too. Good group effort for Westwood to bring him down for the loss. That was a reverse that the Patriots stayed home, were disciplined, and had no chance coming. They've tried to do misdirection a couple times tonight, and Westwood's ends are staying home on it. Lose two yards on the play, and it brings up third down and 12, and this may be a passing situation for Iron Mountain. They haven't done a lot of that since their first drive. No, but that sun angle is going to be right in the eyes of the receivers if they do. Trips to the far side of the field. Shotgun formation, Byzantainer takes a snap. Little quick out, threw it too high, incomplete. Threw it over the head of Ivasevich Hines. He wasn't able to leap up to snag it. Brings up fourth down and 12 with 11.08 to play in quarter number two. Five or six players switched here. Are they going to punt this one away and try to try to get the field position game going? They are in punt formation, but you wonder. You always wonder. Yeah. In the back of your mind. You never know. Ivasevich Hines is the punter. Takes a snap, and he does boot it away. A low line drive kick, and Westwood's going to let it go, trying to save it from going into the end zone. They almost had it, but it is into the end zone for a touchback. Nearly worked out perfectly for Iron Mountain, but as it is a touchback, and the Patriots have it first and 10 at the 20. Danner Hoops, Jared Kosky with you. We're back home next Friday night. Calumet is in town. Copper Kings team that beat Westwood twice last year gave us two of our three losses. Those came by a combined eight points. Two receivers to the near side for Westwood on first down. Coleman in the slot. Joined by Mariuzza. Man in motion, Anderson, but it's a quarterback keeper. Running off tackle, Delangelo dives forward, and he's brought down for a gain of about two or three. I was working the first drive, but they've adjusted, giving them credit. Yeah, they might have even got four on that one. That's not. That's a lot better than two or three, so I think. Yeah, they're going to give him four. I think Taylor kind of snuck, snuck off of that last hit there and kind of dove forward and got an extra yard or so out of that one. Well, give him four. Second down and six, ball at the 24-yard line. One wide to the near side, Pullman. Now he's joined by Mariuzza. Shotgun formation, Delangelo, man in motion. Takes a snap, running off tackle. He's hitting the backfield and dropped. A sack for the nose guard, Caleb Berkland. Just as quick as he got four. We gave four back. Maybe a little more. Yeah. Going to call it a loss of five. Back to the 19, it's third and 11. 
They're down from the 19th. So passing situation for the Patriots. Keep in mind, they flipped ends of the field at quarter break, so Delangelo throwing into the sun for the first time tonight, if indeed that's what he chooses to do on third and 11. Yeah, and in came Ty Elderton, too. Big tight end lines up to the right side of the field. Bowman lone wide out near side. Shotgun formation for Delangelo. Four-man front defensively for Iron Mountain. Anderson in motion, takes a snap, rolling to the left side, looks, fires across the middle, incomplete. And that was just miscommunication with his wide receiver, Pullman. Pullman was cutting back for the ball. Delangelo thought he was going to keep going, but it brings up fourth and 11. So the punt unit on for Westwood once again. Kangas to send it away. Bazanizi and Ivasevich Hines standing at midfield, ready to receive it. Not a good spot for the Patriots to have a three and out down there. 9.23 to play, quarter number two. We are scoreless. Kangas standing at his own three-yard line, ready to receive the punt. It's a high snap. He pulls it down, and he boots it away. A high arcing punt. And they're going to have a return on this one. Ivasevich Hines gets across the 45, but not much more. Harvilla comes in to make the stop. Jackson Vidlam and Jack Bowes all in there for the special teams tackle. So 9-12 to play, quarter number two, Iron Mountain on offense. And they'll start this drive at their own 43-yard line. And it's got to be close to their best starting field position of the night. It is um, their best starting position. They've started at their 48, their 49, our 49. So nobody out wide on first and 10 for Iron Mountain. Two-man backfield. Six-man front defensively for Westwood. Bazanese in motion. There was movement up front. We get the whistle in the flag. Timeout. Iron Mountain. We get the timeout in first? I think so. Yep. So they are going to give Iron Mountain the and timeout. They jump there, too. Yep, and Scott Sergil is not happy. Nope. So looking for a safe and sound community bank, look to MBank from business loans to home mortgages and everything in between. MBank is in your corner and just around the corner. Stop in and visit any of the seven Marquette County locations. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Art Van Furniture of Marquette is proud to be locally owned and operated in the same uh, by the same families who have been serving our community since 1971 at Household Appliance. The Midwest leader in furniture and mattresses visit artvan.com to see their weekly ads and preview their selection. Fox Motor Team UP is proud to support the players, coaches, and fans in tonight's game, as well as the educational efforts of our teachers and schools to prepare our students for the future. Good luck from all of us at Fox Motors Team UP. Eagle Mine has a few free tours left of the Eagle Mine and the Humboldt Mill this season. Tours go through the end of September. Book your tour online at eaglemine.com backslash tours. Tanner Hoops, Jared Kosky with you. A picturesque Friday night, early September here in Iron Mountain. 9-11 left to play, quarter number two. We are scoreless. A defensive battle. But Iron Mountain certainly has won the field position battle thus far. Westwood not yet on the field. Iron Mountain's already up to the line looking to snap it. Shotgun formation. Byzantiner with Westwood out of position. Takes it across the 35-30. And finally dragged out of bounds by Carlson inside the 25. 
Yeah, you you got to get him out of the huddle and back on the field. Boy, if I was Iron Mountain, I'd have just had a quick call there. They Westwood was only halfway down the field. They could have snapped it and ran right into the end zone with it. Scott Sergula is almost halfway on the field, not happy with his defense. They weren't set. They weren't ready out there. Brings up a first down and 10. Ball at the Westwood 25. Shotgun formation. Byzantainer takes a snap. Running off tackle left side. He's got blockers inside the 20. 15, 10, 5. See you later, Colin Byzantainer. Touchdown, Iron Mountain. Touchdown, Iron Mountain. The Mountaineers strike first. 8.45 to play. Quarter number two. 42 rattled up a little bit on Iron Mountain's team. Uh, he got in a little tangle with Uren, and he uh, is barely making it up to the line of scrimmage, looking a little woozy on his feet out there. A 25-yard touchdown scamper for Iron Mountain quarterback Colin Visentainer. Caleb Ivasevich Hines on to kick the PAT. Visentainer will be the holder. Snap is a good one. Hold is down. Kick on the way, and the kick is good. So 7 nothing Iron Mountain. They lead. 8.45 to play here in half number one. Wow, whatever they did in their timeout they called there was a good, pretty productive conversation. They ran two plays for 43 yards and scored a touchdown. And Westwood's got to find a way to regroup, bounce back. Tough last couple of series for the Patriot defense. Well, did you know that First Bank has offices in Ishpeming, Marquette, and seven other locations in Upper Michigan? Find out more at firsthypenbank.com, or better yet, stop and soon to meet the team. First Bank, proud to be part of our community where it's all about people. Wilderness Sports is proud to feature clothing items for all local high schools. Get behind your team wearing the hats, shirts, sweatshirts, hoodies, and more with the logos of your favorite team. Big Boy Restaurants in Marquette has room for you and your team to enjoy breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Buffets with room for everyone. Together in the meeting room in the back of the restaurant. 7 nothing Mountaineers. Under 9 to play in half number 1. Westwood looking to respond. And again, Iron Mountain has it all teed up ready to kick it off. And Westwood's not on the field. Here they come. Ivasevich Hines will boot it away, right-footed kicker, waiting for the official's whistle. He's got it, and he approaches and sends it end over end. Should have a return, and it's Kangas with it. Kangas from his 10, Kangas across the 25 to the 30, stacked up and dragged down. A little extracurricular afterward, maybe. Temper's heating up a little bit. Westwood has it first and 10, ball at their own 30, trailing 7-0. Delangelo talking with head coach Scott Sergula near the Patriots sideline. Kangas and Mariuzza in the ball game, as in Mason. And Delangelo ready, brings it in from the sideline. And now we have a Westwood timeout. Timeout Westwood. Getting close to the lay of game, and it's just a lot of unorganization for Westwood here in the early going. Yeah, just week two, tough to tough to think that you can't have be oiled well enough that you can get out, get your play in, get up to the line, call the play, and run the play. Westwood trailing 7-0 with 8.38 to play in the first half. 
Continuing to look around the out-of-town scoreboard this evening. Escanaba leading Petoskey 14-8, 9.35 to play in quarter number two. Marquette has a 7-0 lead over Traverse City Central. That game after one quarter. Continue to find scores and relay them to you as they come in. Westwood trailing 7-0 here. How about Pickford? 16-0 lead over Engadine. Eight-man action this evening. Patriots look really good on their opening drive. Since well, then, the offense hasn't been When the Mountaineers called a timeout and had a little discussion, they came out pretty productive. Let's see if the Patriots can do that on this drive here. Shotgun formation for Delangelo. It's Eric Anderson a step to his right. Two out wide, both to the near side. Man in motion, Yuren, and Yuren takes the handoff. Running off tackle, right side hit, and drop for a loss, but a flag on the field. Ivasevich Hines came up and made the tackle for a loss, but we'll wait and see what the laundry is for. Westwood being backed up, indication that it's against them, and it is holding on Westwood. Penalties continue. The runner was on the ground again before the flag came out. The back judge was watching. 8.33 to play, quarter number two. Westwood continues to be their own worst enemy. Ball spot at the 22-yard line. Mountaineer head coach Robin Martela said in pregame, Westwood's not going to beat themselves, but really that's what they've done tonight. They have certainly done that to this point. They need to just settle down. Gather themselves, put some positive yards in here, try to get a first down. After the penalty, it's first and 18 at the 22. Pullman, the lone wideout near side of the field. Shotgun formation. Delangelo on the hard count, and I think he got him to jump. I think he got his own team to jump. He's going to go against Westwood. They're already backing Westwood up, so Westwood just not on the same page. A false start, the hard count. One of the offensive linemen didn't know they were on a hard count and jumped early. Westwood continues to punish themselves. That's six penalties for 45 yards. Ouch. Started the drive on the 30. It's first and, like last night, the Bears. The Bears did First and 40 last night. Not quite there yet, but it's first down and 23 back at their own 17. Bowman, the lone wideout near side of the field. Pistol formation this time for Delangelo. Double wing set. Delangelo in the hard count, man in motion. Keeps it himself, goes up the middle, and just dives forward for a couple. Delangelo for a short game. Carrion came in to make the tackle from his defensive end spot. Clock rolling, 8.20 to go, quarter number two, 7-0 Mountaineers. Westwood beat the Mountaineers in each of the last two meetings by combined scores of 68-6. That's not been the case so far tonight. Bowman lone wide out to the far side of the field. From the pistol once again. Double wing set. Delangelo. Waiting the snap. Gets it. We get a whistle prior to it. Scott Sergelo waits on. 
waiting the ruling. And it is a full start against Westwood. Wow. 50 yards in penalty, seven of them. Second down from the 14. Scott Sergio on the Patriots sideline. Doing his darndest to keep it together. Talking with his quarterback, Delangelo. It's now second and 21. Ball is at the 14-yard line. Excuse me, second and 26 with the penalty. At this point, do you just think you start going on the first count so you're not confusing anybody and hopefully they catch to. On, on to you? Shotgun for Delangelo. Pullman, lone wide out to the far side of the field. Takes a snap, dropping back to pass. Blitz coming, fires across the middle. Tipped and nearly intercepted. He had Garrett Mann streaking across the field, but one of the linebackers, it was actually Visentainer, the safety, was coming up on the blitz. That deflected the ball away. Otherwise, Garrett Mann was behind the defense. And it brings up third down and 26. If you're Iron Mountain, you just pin your ears back here and go after him. Oh, I, I think he's just all out blitz him right here make them punt from their own end zone. you got another short field and run the same two plays you just ran to score a touchdown. Third and 26, Westwood at their own 14. Run wide on the play, that's Pullman, Bozzanese on him, man in motion, Delangelo, QB keeper running off tackle, right side, and he's brought down for a short gain, just shy of the 20. So it's fourth down. Fourth down. About 21, 22 yards. Yeah, they're 12 yards back from the original line of scrimmage. Clock rolling, 7.15 to go first half. We'll have a stats updated half. Take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard. Look ahead to next week and get you caught up on what else has happened around Westwood High School this week. First week of school, students are back. Punt formation for the Patriots. Kangas standing at his own two-yard line. Receives a low snap, and he gets it away. High arcing punt, but a much better one. Takes a little bit of a Westwood roll, and is down by Jack Bowes at the 47 of Westwood. Good field position once again for the Mountaineers. They lead at 7-0, 646 to go in the first half. Westwood has just been their own worst enemy. Turnover killed a promising opening drive. And since then, the Patriots have gone nowhere offensively. So Visentainer gets the offense on the field. Two-man backfield for Iron Mountain. Man in motion, Dante Bozzanese. Pitch goes to Berkland in the backfield. Berkland trying to make a man miss. He does. Man lowers his shoulder, can't knock him out of bounds. And Berkland gets across the 35-yard line. Finally forced out, but not before getting enough for the first down. Westwood didn't even look like they tried to tackle him. They just looked like they tried to hit him and force him out of bounds. Berkland with a strong run. That's a first down for Iron Mountain to the 32-yard line. Byzantainer gets a play call. One wide on the play, that's Jake Dumas to the far side. Couple of wings, each to the near side of the field. 
Man in motion. Ivasovich Hines, but it's a QB keeper. Visentator contained well. Stout for no game. Garrett Mann, the first man to meet him, helped out by Matt Pavo, Jackson Vidlin. Six-minute mark, clock rolling, quarter number two, brings up second and ten. Ball is at the Westwood 30-yard line. Byzantiner gets a play call, and he's hurrying up to the line. Iron Mountain wastes no time, and Westwood's still not set on the defensive line. No one out wide on the play. Turn, handoff up the middle with room running into the official is Peach Antonio, and he fights near the goal line and is finally dragged down. And I tell you what, if he didn't run into the backside official, Peach Antonio probably is in for a touchdown. Oof. He ran right into the official who just didn't expect Peach Antonio to have the ball coming out of the pile. And another two hits on him that the Patriots did not wrap up on. Like the last play, they looked like they were trying to knock him out of bounds. Mm -hmm. They still look like they're trying to knock him out of bounds in the middle of the field there. So going to have to start to think about wrapping up a little bit better to get them guys down there there to make the hits. It's a gain of 25, first and goal at the five-yard line. Two-man backfield, Byzantainer under center. Takes a snap, handoff, up the middle. Bazanizi diving for the end zone. He's in. Touchdown, Iron Mountain. Dante Bazanizi carries it across the goal line. And the Mountaineers lead at 13-0, 5-0-2 to play. Quarter number two, PAT pending. Oof. I think the story of the night so far has been Westwood doesn't look like they know what they're they're lined up in a, on a oh. lot of the plays. Iron Mountain up to the line quickly. They know what they're doing. Westwood taking a lot of time trying to figure things out. PAT try is on the way, and the kick is good. So Iron Mountain leads it 14-0 after Ivasevich Hines boots the point after through. Now Westwood, tough start to this one. Marquette Redmen up 14-7, that game in the second quarter. Johannesburg Lewiston leading Mancelona 14-0, that game is at halftime. Calumet 14-6, that game in the second quarter. And Gaylord with a 7-0 lead over Gladstone, that game late first half. That's a look around the out-of-town scoreboard. Westwood Iron Mountain this evening in Iron Mountain, and the Mountaineers lead it 14-0. 5-0-2 to play quarter number two, and what is Westwood doing here? They pulled the entire special teams unit off the field to get in a huddle, and Iron Mountain's got all 11 guys there ready to kick off again. Westwood just doesn't seem to be in sync at all tonight. They do send the return unit back on the field. And Ivasevich Hines with the right arm up, gets the whistle and approaches and boots it away. Low line drive kick should have a return. Anderson has it at the 15, looking for a block. He has it, cross the 25, and dragged down near the 30. So first down and 10 for Westwood. Even if you don't score here, you got to get some kind of offense going. Yeah, you know, they've, they've gained... 
you know, 75 yards tonight, but they got 50 yards in penalties, so their best starting position is the 30-yard line. This is their fifth possession. Delangelo addressing the offense in the huddle. Just got to get some kind of rhythm going for West. We just have had no rhythm since the opening drive. Too wide of the near side, Mariuzza along with Pullman. Shotgun formation, Delangelo takes a snap, running off tackle, right side looking for a block, none there. Instead, he dives forward for about a four-yard gain. Peach Antonio coming up from his linebacker spot to make the tackle. Bring up second down at six at the 34. Clock continues to roll. Westwood out of timeouts in the first half. We're down to 4.30. Long time over on the sideline with Coach Sergio Again, this play is going to be late getting in. Delangelo just getting to the huddle now. Keep in mind with the new play clock rules from last year, it's no longer 25 seconds from the end of the play. It's 40 seconds from when the previous play was snapped before you get called for delay a game. Delangelo gets the snap off, rolling to his left, looking for a man, fires across the middle, and he's nearly intercepted. A Mountaineer read the route beautifully, and that was the safety Byzantiner. He had it and couldn't hang on when he hit the ground. Four minutes even. Clock stops with the incompletion. Third down and six. Ball at the 34. Mariuzza out, and the big tight end, Alderton, comes in. There's not much going right for Westwood. A good offensive drive to open up the game. That ended in a turnover, and since then, nothing. Play clock winded down. Westwood doesn't realize it. Delangelo from the uh, shotgun. Delay a game. Man in motion, yep, didn't get the snap off in time. Just way too much disorganization on Westwood's sideline tonight. Yeah. There's some things that frustrate you, and and that's not, you know, kids getting outplayed or anything like that. But when you, uh, Coach Martel has said it, they're not going to beat themselves, but they sure are trying. They sharpen up here a little bit and get back to playing football. Third down at 11. Shotgun for Delangelo. Goes in a hard count, takes a snap, steps up in the pocket. He's hit and dropped. Delangelo sacked. And it brings up fourth down and 13. Carrion along with Joe Dumas. Looked like a draw play where everybody let their guy go through and Delangelo tried to step up into the into the draw run and into four on Mountaineers. Punt unit on for Westwood. Three and a half minutes to play, quarter number two. Westwood trailing 14-0. Take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard at halftime, plus we'll get an update on the stats. Steven Kangas will punt it away. Bazanizi and Ivasevich-Hines standing at their own 42. Kangas has been busy tonight. Good snap, chest high. Kangas, high arcing punt, it's a good one. Bazanizi catches it at zone 39, looking for a block, comes off to the right side, has one flag on the field as he crosses midfield. Bazanizi steps out of bounds near the 36, but again, we have a flag near midfield. Block in the back. 
Yeah, there was a Mountaineer that laid a vicious block on Chad Pullman, and I think that was Tony Farah. I think he's going to be the one that gets whistled for the block in the back. That negates a pretty good return by Dante Bazanisi. 2.55 to play, quarter number two, Westwood down 14-0. I tell you what, you just got to find a way to keep them out of the end zone this drive. You cannot let this one be oh, three scores going mask. into half. What? They called a face mask against Westwood on that one. That is indeed the call. And Scott Sergiles. I don't understand in the that face. at all. Hat off. How did you miss that block in the back is what Coach Serge is saying. I can hear him from here. And I think everybody in the whole stadium thought that was going back. Iron Mountain's coach had their team going back. Yep, that even drew a few who's wow. and from the home crowd. Scott Sergila, red in the face. Hat off. Played in his case, but instead Iron Mountain has it at the Westwood 35 to start this drive. And now we have an official's timeout. Scott Sergila is still chirping and at the officials. rightfully so. This is the time when you when you have to get after it. And now they penalized him, it looks like. Yep. It's going to be unsportsmanlike conduct on the Westwood bench. Penalty against 2.55 to go in the half and things unraveling for the Patriots. Wow. Now they start on their own, on our 20. First down and 10, Iron Mountain. Byzantiner is under center. Takes a snap, handoff going up the middle, short gain. Harvilla makes a tackle of Peach Antonio. This is somewhere where you need one of those senior leaders to step up and say, all right, listen. Let's just start putting the licks on them, right? Let's turn this momentum around, and let's just start putting the licks on them to get things going our way here. Two and a half minutes to play. Iron Mountain with one timeout left. Second and seven at the 17. Two-man backfield. Peach Antonio and Ivasevich Hines. Takes a snap. Pitch to Ivasevich Hines. Running to the left, cutting it back inside, and he's dragged down near the first down marker. Travis Uren makes the tackle. Looks like he'll be just short and brings up third and one from the 11. Two-minute mark. Quarter number two, Westwood trailing 14-0. Byzantiner brings his offense to the line. Nobody out wide for the Mountaineers. Two-man backfield. Byzantiner takes a snap, handoff. Peach Antonio stacked up near the line. Second effort is going to get him close, but initial spot looks like he is short. Now that field goal unit might come on. That would make it a three-score game. Officially goes as no gain. Brings up fourth and one from the 11. Clock rolling a minute 16 to go until half. Ivasevich Hines is their kicker on the field now. And it looks like they're going to go for it. Offense stays on the field, and now Robin Martela uses his final timeout. 
They're going to kick it now, I would, I would guess. A minute and one second left here in quarter number two. Westwood trailing 14 nothing. Ivasevich Hines, a 30-yard field goal last week against Nagani. That proved to be the winner. This would be from 28 yards and would put Iron Mountain up by three scores before the half. I mean, at this point, even if you miss it, what does it hurt you? Yeah. Right? Westwood show yeah, that they're you, not moving the ball. You'd like to punch it in, but uh, it's still going to be a three-score game. You, 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 you know? Yeah, nothing to lose. I don't know. It just That possession should have started with the illegal block, which we th- yep. thought they threw the flag for. That was at about Iron Mountain's own 45. Mm-hmm. That would have put them back 10 from there. So they'd have probably started on their own 35. Instead, they started on Westwood's 20. That's a, that's a big difference right there, a big turn of events. Halftime scores, Calumet leading Nagani 14-6. Lance 18-6, they lead at halftime over Houghton. Injury bug is biting the miners, though, tonight. So it's fourth down and one, ball at the Westwood 11. 61 seconds left here in the first half. And Westwood's offense, excuse me, their defense still not out there. They're going to go for it. Iron Mountain sends the offensive unit out there. They're going to try to draw them offside here. Takes a snap, Visentainer. Rolling, fires right side, over through his intended target. That oh, was Dante yeah, That might be the break the Patriots need right there. I don't know why you don't kick it in that oh. situation. Go up three scores going into half. Hey, that, that could be the break the Patriots are waiting for right there, that stop. Westwood will take it. 56 seconds to play. Westwood at their own 11, no timeouts, trailing 14-0. I just don't understand why you don't kick it in that situation if you've got the kicker. Yeah, and the first two that he booted through extra points were... I mean, almost over the wall back there, which is another 40 yards back there from the field goal post. The Patriot offense takes the field. Neither team with a timeout remaining. I formation, Kangas the deep back. Delangelo under center. Takes a snap. Handoff goes to the fullback up the middle, Uren, and he stopped for his short game. I think Scott Sergio just wants to get this one to halftime. Cousins, Uren, and Kangas in the backfield together. Looking like they were setting up a little option here maybe with Delangelo and Kangas and Uren. 38 seconds left, first half clock rolling. Iron Mountain leading 14-0. Nobody out wide of the play. I formation once again, Kangas the deep back. Delangelo takes a snap, handoff, Uren going up the middle. Dies forward for a couple to about the 17-yard line, and Westwood will let the final seconds yeah. of the first half wind away. So we're halfway home here in Iron Mountain, and the Mountaineers dominate the first half en route to a 14-0 lead over Westwood. Let's take a timeout. We'll have the scoring summary, some statistics, and a look at the out-of-town scoreboard. Plus, we'll look around Westwood High School next on ESPN-UB. 
Football season is an exciting time, and from first downs to touchdowns, it's all about teamwork. I'm E.J. Kostriva, Regional President of First Bank, and our teams in Marquette and Ishpeming are ready to assist you with your banking needs. From a commercial loan to a checking account to a mortgage product, we have a full lineup of products and services with all the conveniences to match. Yes, it's that time of the year. Football is in the air, and First Bank wants to be on your team. Stop in and let's chat. First Bank, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. First-Bank.com. Here's what your friends and neighbors are saying about active physical therapy. This is Mike Kosky with Congress Pizzas. After being diagnosed with a herniated lower disc, I was given the option of either surgery or therapy. I chose active physical therapy because of Scotty Corkin. My experience with active physical therapy is extremely positive. Scott set me up with a program that I could do at home. After one month, I was back on my feet doing my daily activities. Get active, be active, stay active with active physical therapy. For more information, visit stayactiveup.com. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots Football on ESPN-UP. Tanner Oops, Jared Koski with you. Halftime here in Iron Mountain. Once again, the Mountaineers on top, 14-0 at the break. We were scoreless after one quarter. Westwood's best offensive drive was their opening drive. They went three plays into Iron Mountain territory. They gained about 33 yards in those three plays before a turnover, a fumble, ended the threat. Iron Mountain came knocking on the door. They got within the Westwood 15 early in the first quarter, went board on fourth down. Westwood stopped them, and again, we were scoreless after one. But then Iron Mountain started getting things to go their way. With 8.45 to play in the second quarter, Colin, uh, excuse me, Colin Visentainer with a 25-yard QB keeper for the uh, touchdown first score of the ball game, and it was Ivasevich Hines who knocked through the PAT. Then with 5.02 to play in the quarter, a five-yard run by Dante Bazanizi. Extra point once again good. Iron Mountain with a 14-0 lead. Then with just over a minute to play, they get it down to the Westwood 11, but the Patriot defense comes up with a stop. Iron Mountain will go into half leading uh, by two scores. But I tell you what, Westwood has been their own worst enemy tonight, Jared. It's been penalties and lack of communication, lack of rhythm. That's done in the Patriots through that first half. Yeah, that was the struggle. Uh, it just looks like we're not mentally ready to go uh, when we need to be on both sides of the ball tonight. We've been threatening the delay of game on offense, and uh, we've not been set on several plays on the defensive side, and that's why the most one of the most important stats that's going to show up tonight is the eight penalties in the first half for 55 yards. Mm. Um Westwood had six different possessions and they went backward on three of them they went forward on three of them but ended up netting about 64 yards in the half um, after a 40 yard run on the first or second play so uh, if you think of that it's even a little more troubling to you because they had 40 off that first play and then they only end up netting 24 more yards for the rest of the half but uh, the other side of the ball Iron Mountain Iron Mountain put 138 yards of offense together, and, of course, these are unofficial. They did that on six drives. They did go backwards on their first drive, but ever since then they've been gaining gaining ground. The one turnover by the Patriots and uh, a two-score game. Tell you what, looking around the out-of-town scoreboard, Gaylord up 7-6 to six at halftime. They're taking on Gladstone this evening. It is North Central. 
leading Rapid River 46-6, and that game is in just the second quarter. Traverse City Central has tied things up against Marquette, 14-14, still 3.07 to play in the first half there. Continue to look around the Upper Peninsula scoreboard this evening. Still at halftime in Nagani, Calumet leading the Miners 14-6. Lance with an 18-6 lead over Houghton. That game also at halftime. Our score once again, Westwood trailing Iron Mountain 14-0. Mourner Halftime Show coming up after this on ESPN-UP. Have you ever just wanted to escape the classic 9-5? Traded in for a day out on the water? Just imagine a cooler full of drinks, fishing rods ready to go, and no set plan other than to have that perfect day out on the water with your friends. There is nothing better than heading out to the lake with your boat in tow on a beautiful summer day, especially when you're driving there in the all-new 2019 Ram 1500 from Fox Nagani. Featuring a 395 horsepower engine, a class-exclusive cargo management system, and Uconnect technology, this Ram was made for escaping the 9 to 5. So grab a friend or two, throw on that Lake Life playlist, and head out fishing while the UP weather is in its prime. Because there's a lot to experience in the UP this time of year, and getting there should be half the fun. Ram Power Days are happening now at Fox Nagani. Experience the difference. Hi, honey, I'm home. What's new? Hustle delivered our new washer and dryer today. Oh, that was fast. Any problems? None at all. The guys arrived on time, hooked up the water, and hauled away the old ones. Have a look. Hi. Uh, hi. Uh, sweetie, what are these guys doing in our laundry room? They're the household guys. Okay, I can see that. But why are they standing against the wall? <laughs> why, they're standing behind their products, silly. Would you boys like some more coffee? Household appliance and art band furniture, locally owned, US 41 West, Marquette. This is Justin Farley from the Bjork and Zalke Funeral Home. Being a former athlete, I always enjoy the support that has been shown throughout the local community for our local teams. Those positive cheers and endless support is a constant reminder to the athletes that their hard work does not go unnoticed. I'd like to say thank you to all of the athletes for working hard in the classroom, at practice, and in the field of play. The Bjork and Zalke Funeral Home supports and appreciates all of your efforts. Bjork and Zalke Funeral Home, your local and trusted agents for Sunburst Memorials. This is ESPN-UP Sports Director Tanner Hoops. Every week we take you behind the scenes and help you get to know a Westwood Patriot off the field. Jackson Vidlin, I'm a lineman and I'm in 12th grade. My favorite animal to visit at the zoo is probably a chimp. A hot dog is probably not a sandwich. My favorite athlete is probably Jordan Burroughs, uh, an Olympic wrestler. My goofiest teammate is probably uh, Dylan Beebe. My favorite restaurant would have to be McDonald's. This is Jackson Vidlin, and you're listening to Westwood Football on ESPN-UP. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots Football on ESPN-UP. Well, we welcome you back to Iron Mountain. Tanner Hoops, Jared Koski on the play-by-play. Delighted to have you along as always, a couple more scores to update you on. Pickford with a 36-12 lead over Engadine. That game is at halftime. And Marquette in a good one with Traverse City Central as the Redmen take a 20-14 lead. That game, just still a couple minutes left in the quarter. So I tell you what, Jared, you look at the numbers and it's just frustrating for Westwood because they've done all right offensively. They've made some plays, but then the penalties continue to set them back. 
Yeah, and uh, I do actually have a correction in that area, Tanner. Um, I had eight for 55, but I did miss one penalty that cost us 20 more yards. So the the official total is nine for 75 tonight, and uh, that's pretty. You think about that, and you think you're only down two scores. Hey, can you go in there at halftime and and right the ship and say, come on, let's get focused here, and can you come out and turn the tide, and maybe we talk about the tale of two halves at the end of the game and have uh, a little bit better a little bit better control over things we can control? Yeah, Westwood would love for that to be true, and really they're fortunate to be going into halftime only down two scores. Iron Mountain had the chance, probably should have taken a three-score lead right before the half ended. However, they choose not to kick the field goal. They try to drive it to Westwood instead. You just got to hope they regroup and they can get some kind of offense generated because they've never had a chance to get any rhythm going because penalties have interrupted any kind of flow Westwood tries to establish. Yeah, they need to just put together a good a good offensive set here and they will be getting the ball at the half here so uh huge stop down there you know that was iron mountain's best starting um position the whole half at starting at the 20 yard line after a very momentous call and additional penalty tacked onto that and you know the the boys got together and you know, maybe one of them senior leaders stepped up down there and said, we're stopping them here. But, well, however that happened, they did it. And got to hope that they can use that to bring them to the second half. Patriots got to find a way to open up the playbook. Delangelo's been bottled up. Really nowhere for him to run since that opening series. And credit Iron Mountain and the job they've done defensively. And really throwing the ball, there's been no options for him. Yeah, it's been... Uh, and they've tried some couple different things like draw and uh, things like that. But Iron Mountain is just just handling the middle of the field really well. And that one big play we did get was uh, Delangelo getting around the end uh, early in the game. And I think uh, they'll be looking to maybe try to get a little bit more of that in the second half. Well, I tell you what, Jared, football not the only thing in action at Westwood High School. Students back this week. You got volleyball, cross country, tennis you've been following is in action. Yeah, lots of stuff going on, and those fall sports, some of them start a little bit before school and stuff, so the kids are even out, you know, competing before they even get to class, but uh, yeah, lots going on, and it's that time of year, the weather's starting to cool down a little bit, and even a little chilly up in the booth tonight. <laughs> Sun is set, the lights are on, it's a beautiful night here in Iron Mountain. Glad to have you along, Tanner Hoops, Jared Koskies. We hope for a better second half for the Patriots. When we come back, we'll take a time out. More in our halftime show after this on ESPN-UP. When is the last time you reviewed your mortgage loan rate? Is it time to look at refinancing? Rates are low, so now is the perfect time to talk to your MBank mortgage lender about your options. Refinancing can potentially lower your monthly mortgage payment, help you pay off your mortgage faster, or let you get cash out for that project you've been planning. Let an MBank mortgage lending specialist help you decide if it's time to refinance. Call or visit your local M-Bank branch to get started today. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. If you find yourself tuning into the Friday night football games and are in need for the perfect tee to support your favorite local team, look no further. Wilderness Sports is proud to feature clothing items for all the local high schools. The Hematites, Patriots, Miners, Model Towners, and Redmond can all find their logos represented. Under Armour and many other well-known brands are carried, and Wilderness Sports is more than happy to especially make anything with your favorite logo. You want stadium seats that feature your logo? You've got it. Go in to see the Hometown Touch as they help you find the perfect fit for you in all your pursuits of hunting, fishing, and game-time gear. Wilderness Sports, downtown Nishpeming. 
You're tuned to Westwood Patriots Football on ESPN-UP. Tanner Hoops, Jared Koski, Max Stevens, and Thomas Dunstan, the crew for tonight as the Westwood Patriots hit the road for the first time this year visiting Iron Mountain. It is all Mountaineers throughout the first half. They lead it 14 nothing as we get set to start half number two, but just not a lot going right for Westwood. As you heard Jared mention, nine penalties for 75 yards. They've been their own worst enemy this evening. Turnovers outside from the one in the first drive. You know, that was just a muffled exchange because of a hard hit. Yeah. Credit Iron Mountain for yeah. making that play happen. Turnovers really haven't been a problem tonight. Westwood's had a couple of really nice stands inside the red zone. But you got to get something going offensively tonight because all you've been doing is going backwards. You know, and and those penalties are probably even more devastating than anything else because your playbook gets gets changed. I mean, you get four yards on your first play, which we have done a few times, mm-hmm. and then you get two penalties, and now you're in a first and seven, you know, a first and 14, right? So uh, then, yeah, you can't run the things that you want to try to run and probe away and see. So and Iron Mountain has had the chance to probe us a little bit by having run some more offensive plays in the first half and see what things are working for them. We haven't had even the luxury to be able to do that because of the negative yards we've received from penalties. Yeah, the starting field position has very much been a factor in this game. That certainly favored the Mountaineers as the sun sets on a beautiful evening. i got to say, just gorgeous facilities here at Iron Mountain. And you mentioned earlier in the pregame, Jared, maybe some of our listeners missed it, but we're at a beautiful stadium, Mountaineer Stadium, on the campus of Iron Mountain High School. A lot of Izzo Mariucci fingerprints all over this place. But we're enclosed by large yellow brick walls, and this field is somewhat of a multi-purpose field you know it's been around for a long time almost a hundred years now and it has housed baseball before including a visit by the great bambino babe ruth was up here once yeah it's unbelievable 1927 on that yeah jacking home runs here in the upper peninsula of michigan i guess the story's a little bit more too there was a bunch of little kids outside and he rolled up in a limo and Kids couldn't go in because they didn't have the money to go in and watch the exhibition. So Babe Ruth paid for a whole handful, bunch of kids to get in and, and watch the exhibition. How about that? Love to hear that. So home plate, I guess, would just be beyond the far yeah. goalpost there. It was that northwest corner of this of this complex here. And where he was hitting home runs, probably be above your and I's head here in the press box. Yeah, they were, he was hitting them out into the road behind us here. And so, I mean, that's at least, it's at least 300 feet, 350 from here. A beautiful, iconic stadium here in Iron Mountain. Tonight, however, the Patriots trailing 14 nothing at halftime as both teams retake the field as they get set for second-half warm-ups. For Westwood, just got to get on the same page. Got to be communicating. Got to have your guys out there. I mean, I, I don't know what they're saying in the huddle, how much time they're spending there, but Iron Mountain's huddles have been a lot more effective than Westwood's. Iron Mountain comes out, and a couple plays later, they're ripping off a big play. Westwood's getting a delay game for spending too much time in the huddle. Yeah, I think um, I think they'll need to work on some sort of system to, to so somebody's got an eye on the time. There's enough folks on that bench, or one of the one of the JV players could be in charge of making sure they're screaming out the seconds that are left before they got to snap the ball at first and five second increments, and then maybe counting it down when it gets to ten, just so everybody knows. And uh, might have to be something we have to work on there a little bit. Patriot Junior Varsity team falling to Iron Mountain last night. They start the year 0-2. I tell you what, tune in tomorrow morning to hear from Scott Sergilette and all five coaches around Marquette County. 9 a.m. our ESPN-UP coaches show and we'll announce the brand new 
Marquette's Superior Chiropractic Health and Wellness Player of the Week. We'll hear from all five coaches in the county tomorrow morning. Hope to have you along with us. With that, let's take our last time out before we get to the third quarter of action. You're listening to Patriot Football and ESPN-UP. At Embers Credit Union, we believe in the UP, so we're helping everyone take their outdoor adventures to the next level. Now's the time to get a great loan rate on an ATV, side-by-side, snowmobile, or camper. Come talk with an Embers Credit Union loan officer in Marquette, Nagani, Munising, or Trinary. We're here to deliver solid financial advice. Check us out online at embers.org. Member NCUA and Equal Housing Lender. We're Embers Credit Union. Let's live it up. Super One Foods in Nagani and Marquette are thrilled to welcome back high school football with these deals. Black Angus T-Bone Steaks for $6.96 a pound. Whole Fryer Chicken, $0.66 cents a pound. Smithfield Boneless Pork Country Ribs, a family pack for $1.66 a pound. 80% Lean Ground Chuck, a family pack for $2.69 a pound. And Bicolor Sweet Corn, $0.33 cents each, a limit of 12 Prices are good through Saturday, September 7th at your local Super One stores in Nagani and Marquette. Low prices, better choices, right in your neighborhood. Super One Foods. Now you can combine Big Boy's Big Goodness with Big Room in the new meeting room that can fit up to 50 people. Next time you need a space for your group and food to feed them, call on Big Boy Marquette. You pay for the food, the room is free to reserve. Take a peek at it the next time you're in. It's in the back by the buffet. There's a TV on the wall if you need and free Wi-Fi. Teams can eat meals there. Ladies have been spotted playing cards. What could you use it for? The brand new meeting room at Big Boy Marquette awaits you. Call 226-1062. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots Football on ESPN-UP. Danner Hoops, Jared Koski with you. Glad that you're along on this Friday evening. Week two of the high school football season here in the great state of Michigan. And Westwood hoping for a better half number two against Iron Mountain. They'll get the ball to start quarter number three. Patriots trail 14-0, all the scoring occurring in the second quarter. And Jared, to me, the key stat from this game has to be the nine penalties for 75 yards. Can't happen in the second half if Westwood wants to get this thing back on track. Want to get back into it. Yeah, they need to come out on this drive. Crisp, clear, ready to go. It would be maybe even a decent thing to have a couple plays scripted here. And if you get a positive gain on the first one, then run this one. And then, you know, maybe just going. From that way. Iron Mountain going from left to right across your radio dial. Sun has set behind them. 12 minutes on the clock. We're ready to go. Half number two here at Iron Mountain. Can the Patriots turn the tide? Ivasovich Hines has the ball teed up, ready to boot it away. Right footed kicker approaches, and he sends a line drive end over end. We should. No, it's going to roll out of bounds. Oh, and the first flag for the night on the Mountaineers. Yep, that's going to be Westwood's ball at about the 35-yard line. Ball out of bounds. Westwood decided to let it go instead of trying to return it, and that was the right move. They'll take over first and 10 at their own 35-yard line. So Taylor Delangelo leads the offense up to the line. Trailing 14 nothing. Let's see if they can turn the momentum on this opening drive. Nobody out wide in the play. Couple of wing backs. 
pistol formation. Uren standing just a step to the right of his quarterback, Delangelo. Man in motion is Pullman. And it's going to be a QB keeper trying to fight back to the line that he stopped about half a yard short. It's going to go down as a QB sack. Not sure if it's a read play or if it's not, but there's been two times tonight where um, Taylor has kept and gone to the opposite side of the field, and there's been nothing but Mountaineer jerseys over there. Everybody else from Westwood has flooded the opposite side of the field, and he kept and ran near. And You know, those are reads that we're used to Nathan Beckman making from, from last year and, and having a lot of experience here, and, you know, that's those are tough reads out there in real time. Gio Kolovecki gets credit for the sack. Nobody was fooled. Pullman came around. They tried to sell it as a jet sweep. Pistol formation. Delangelo, man in motion. Pullman again. This time, same play. Going up the middle. This time he has room. Across the 50, 40, 35, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10. See you later, Taylor Delangelo. The same play, but this time he rips it off for a 61-yard touchdown. And when he got out in the open field, he made more ground on the Mountaineer defense. And just like that, Westwood is within a score, and the Patriots have life 52 seconds into the third quarter. A 61-yard rushing touchdown, a new season long for Taylor Delangelo. This becomes big right now here. If the Patriots can punch this in. And now the two-point conversion. It's exactly what the Patriots needed coming out of that halftime. Westwood did not convert a two-point try last week against Houghton. Went over four. Man in motion, Delangelo. Same play, keeps it up the middle, and he stops short. So the Patriots on the board, but still can't convert on that two-point try. Delangelo with a... 61-yard run. So he's got 100 yards tonight. Yep. Gets over the century mark for the second straight game. I tell you what, what a change in momentum. Patriots getting on the board here 52 seconds into the third quarter. For a higher level of service, look to the Embers Credit Union, formerly the UP Catholic Credit Union. Super One Foods in Nagani and Marquette support the players in tonight's game. Low prices, better choices right in your neighborhood. Super One Foods. True North Federal Credit Union is a resource for you and your family. They support the efforts of all involved in tonight's game. Good luck from True North Federal Credit Union. And the Peninsula Glass and Auto Shop knows that there are some real advantages to buying a used vehicle. Someone else took the hit on the depreciation, so the value of the car is yours at a fair price. Peninsula Glass and Auto looks for the kind of vehicle they can stand behind. So Westwood within a score, set to boot it away. And it's Stephen Kangas who has it teed up. 11.08 to go, third quarter, 14-6, Iron Mountain still on top. And Kangas with a low-line drive kick. And it scoots away from a few Mountaineers. They finally just dive on top of it near the 33. And that's where they'll set up shop first and ten. That'll be there. Worst starting position of the evening right there. And here comes Colin Visentainer. Lead cut nearly in half. Sun is going down. A little bit of glow behind the mountains. Lights are on. 
here at Iron Mountain. Colin Byzantiner working out of the shotgun. One wide to the far side of the field. Five-man front defensively for Westwood. Byzantiner takes a snap. Running off tackle right side. He has a block. He has two. Gets to the 40 and is finally dragged down by Luke Mariuzza and Taylor Delangelo. And flags all over the field. Stops the clock with 11.01 to play. Third quarter. The indication looks like Iron Mountain. It's got to be holding. That is indeed the call. It's a hold against Iron Mountain. And the Patriot faithful <laughs> leads out a loud cheer. Pretty good group. Made the trip over. 11.01 to go. Quarter number three. 14-6 Westwood. Trailing by eight. And backs the ball up to the 24-yard line. Brings up first down and 19. Byzantiner leads his offense to the line. Nobody out wide in the play. Shotgun formation. Peach Antonio, a step to Byzantiner's left. Man in motion, takes a snap. Dropping back, blitz coming, hit as he threw by Anderson. Fires a deep ball, it's caught. And that's going to be a race to the end zone. Jake Dumas, the recipient of the 76-yard touchdown grab. And just like that, Iron Mountain is back up two scores. Thirty seconds after Westwood gets within a score via sixty-one yard run, Byzantiner hooks up with Jake Dumas. Wow, and we were right there again, just couldn't make the play. Eric Anderson delivered a solid hit to Byzantiner as he let go of that ball, but it was still on the money. And Dumas was able to race to the end zone virtually untouched as the PAT is through. And it's 21-6 to Iron Mountain with 10.48 to play in the quarter. Tough answer there by the Mountaineers. Patriots came out and did exactly what they needed to do, and then they were doing exactly what they needed to do on defense. Had them in a first and what, 19, mm -hmm. and uh, give up a big play. The coach talked about contain and not giving up the big plays tonight, and a couple big plays so far. So now it's time for the Patriots to answer. 21-6, Iron Mountain leading. <laughs> kind of lack of scoring in the first half, and now all of a sudden, boom, boom, in the yep. second half here. A fun one to start this third quarter. Patriots back home next week, taking on Calumet. Team that gave Westwood two out of their three losses a season ago. Iron Mountain is up at Houghton. Houghton trailing at halftime against Lons 18-6, a last update. So Caleb Ivasevich Hines has the ball teed up and ready to boot it away. Patriots looking to answer. One man deep, and that's Anderson. Ivasevich Hines on his way, sends a low line drive quick, kick uh, squibbing to Kangas inside the 15. Kangas looking for room, lowers his shoulder near the 30 and is forced out of bounds. Tackle on special teams made by Carrion 
plus Dumas, who just made the touchdown catch. Nice bit of hard running by Kangas there, and he put his shoulder down. He wasn't just going to run out of bounds. He put his shoulder down and laid a lick on that tackler. So first down and 10, Westwood, ball at their own 30-yard line, 10.43 to go in the quarter. 21-6, Iron Mountain leading by 15. Nobody out wide for the Patriots on this first down play. Pistol formation. You ran a step to the right of his quarterback, Delangelo. Couple of wings on the play. Man in motion is Pullman. And it's a handoff to him on the jet sweep going around the end and is brought down as he crosses the 35, called a gain of five. There, you know, that's that's what you get at first down. You get about five yards. Now settle in, execute, run another play like that, and move the chains and get rolling down the field. That's something they really didn't do the first half is give it to Pullman on that jet sweep. It really worked for him last week. Second down and five. Ball at the 36, we'll call it. Pistol formation again. Nobody out wide. Everybody's up at the line. Delangelo awaits a snap. Gets it. And runs off tackle. Now cutting up the middle. And he dives forward near the first down marker. And he's going to be close to it. Yep. Looks like they're going to mark it short. Yep. Inside 10 minutes to go in the quarter. Brings up third down and one. That's what you like to see out of Westwood. Moving the ball just a little at the time. Don't yeah, have to they panic. Gave spot gave him the first down there. Didn't they? How about that? It's a generous spot. First and ten from their 41. Hey, you take it when you can get They'll it. They'll take it. The ball spotted at the 41. First down and ten. Each team 1-0 and entering play tonight. Only one will remain undefeated. Shotgun for Delangelo. Man in motion. Takes a snap. Takes the handoff. Keeps it. Runs up the middle and he's dragged down for a gain of maybe two. Short gain for Delangelo. All you need is just a few yards at a time. Gain of a couple. There's enough time left right now. Westwood. Near the 43. I've got the clock stopped and I don't know why. No flags on the field. No. Well, now it started back up again. Nine-minute mark, quarter number three. Second down and eight. Don't have to panic and get all, all back at once. Get a few yards here and there. Together a good drive. Man in motion is Pullman. Delangelo keeps it, cuts up the middle, making men miss, and dives across midfield. It's going to be right at the marker. And again, it's going to be the official spot yeah. that determines it. And this one didn't go as well for us. That's about where I thought the last one was going to be. Yep. It's third and less than a yard. Oh, Call it third and inches. Measurement. And they have stopped the clock. 8.43 to play in the quarter. 21-6, Iron Mountain. Here come the chains. He does look like he's yeah, he a couple looks inches like he's short. A football short to me. That's right on our line here. We got a pretty good look at this one. Can we await the official word from the white hat? Yeah, he's a football short. It is third down. Third of the first down by inches. 
So third and inches. Ball just beyond midfield. Third down and short. Again, 8.43 to play in the third quarter. Westwood trails by 15. Scored two plays into the second half, but Iron Mountain answered two plays and 30 seconds later. Third and inches. Double wing set, shotgun formation, and Scott Sergio wants a timeout. Well, make the right decision and choose Dave's Collision. Dave's Collision Center at 579 Washington Street in Ishpeming. Get active, be active, stay active with active physical therapy in Marquette, Ishpeming, and Nagani. Check them out at stayactiveup.com for more info. Eagle Mine has a few free tours left of Eagle Mine and the Humboldt Mill this season. Tours go through the end of September. Book yours now online at eaglemine.com backslash tours. Tanner Hoops and Jared Koski, the crew for tonight. 8.38 to play quarter number three. And Westwood finds themselves trailing 21-6. Yeah. They need two scores and some stops, and they need two conversions also. And so far this year, 0 for 5 on two-point conversions. I'm almost thinking Westwood needs to plan on having three scores here to win this game. Looking around at the uh, out-of-town scoreboard, Calumet now leading Nagani 22-6, that game in the third quarter. Menominee against Kokuna, Wisconsin, trailing 14-0, that game after one. Marquette, Traverse City, tied at 20. That game has hit halftime. Continue to look around the out-of-town scoreboard as they become available. Westwood back on offense, third and one. Check that third and inches. Pistol formation, double wing set. Blitz High coming. snap, blitz coming, and Delangelo sacked. Back at his own 48-yard line, Caleb Ivasevich-Hines, who's had another monster game tonight. Good aggressive call by the Mountaineers there. They came with about eight or nine, didn't they? Scott Sergio said going into this season that the offensive line... Is going to be small, they're green, and they have been dominated tonight. Iron Mountain has controlled the game in the trenches. So now it's fourth and three, back at the Westwood 48-yard line. It looks like the Patriots will keep the offense on the field. You almost feel like you have to. Yeah, they need three scores. I mean, you can't count on two with two extra points. you got to count on putting 18 points on there the hard way. Delangelo works out of the shotgun. Nobody out wide of the play. Man in motion. Pullman takes a snap. Blitz coming. Gets it to Pullman, and Pullman hitting the backfield, fighting for extra yards. He's going to come up short. Got back to midfield, but doesn't meet the line of game. So 7.40 to play, third quarter, 21-6, Iron Mountain on top. And the Mountaineers take over at midfield. Looks like they'll spot it just beyond midfield, Patriot half. First and 10 from the Westwood 48-yard line. Mountaineers beat Nagani 17-14 to open up the season last Thursday. Trying to move to 2-0 tonight. A program that has only missed the playoffs four times since 1990. No one out wide of the play. Visentainer working under center. Two-man backfield for the Mountaineers. Byzantainer, hard count, takes a snap, looking, 
Pitches on the end around, looking for blockers. Peach Antonio, check that. It's Ivasovic Hines, and he's dragged down for a loss of one. By man. Garen Mann coming up to make the stop. And uh, a little, little bit slow to get up. Late extracurriculars in there, getting people thrown on top of Garrett Mann as he's trying to get off the pile. He's going to go down as a loss of one. Back to midfield, second down at 11. Clock rolling, 7-12 to play, quarter number three. Byzantiner brings in the play call from the sideline. Westwood with a five-man front defensively. Linebackers show blitz. Byzantiner working under center. Man in motion, Bazanisi. Back to pass on the play action. Looking, has a man deep downfield. Puts up a deep ball. It is caught near the 10-yard line. Fighting tackles and into the end zone. Caleb Ivasovic-Hines. A 48-yard touchdown pass. The Westwood defense caught napping that time. That's twice now this quarter that the Westwood defense has given up the big play. A 76-yard touchdown pass to Jake Dumas. And now a 48-yard strike to Ivasovic Hines as the PAT is made. That's a quick 260 yards by the Iron Mountain offense there. Iron Mountain leading 28-6. 6.39 to play here in quarter number three. Hey, don't forget tomorrow morning at 9, our Saturday morning coaches show. Hear from all five coaches in Marquette County. Get their thoughts on how Friday night went. Ishpeming, however, playing tomorrow, so you get a preview of their game. We will also award the Superior Chiropractic and Wellness Player of the Week throughout Marquette County. Tune in tomorrow, 9 Eastern here on ESPN-UP. Wow, he was wide open down there. There was one Patriot defender and two Mountaineers all alone, and they were 30 yards beyond anybody. Patriots were showing blitz prior to that play. They kind of lull you to sleep, making you think they're content to run the ball. And then once they've sucked you in, then they burn you with the deep ball. That's work for Iron Mountain tonight. 6.39 to go, third quarter. Mountaineers comfortably on top, 28-6. Sivasevich Hines, recipient of the last touchdown, will not take this kickoff. Instead, Gavin Gallette, they got a new kicker out there. Gallette. Right-footed kicker gets the whistle. He approaches, and he sends a high, booming kick. Not as deep, however, but Anderson fields it around the 20, has a few blocks, and gets across the 35 before being dragged down. So first down and 10 for Westwood, 6.33 to go in the quarter. Westwood got within eight earlier this quarter. Oh, and then they had him down first and... 19 at the 24. 76-yard touchdown pass they gave up. Patriots trail 28-6. A slow-moving third quarter. A lot of scoring early on. But the Patriots are getting out of the huddles quicker, getting to the lines quicker, and, and doing what they need to be doing in that area right now. First and 10 at the 37. Pistol formation for Delangelo. 
Man in motion is Pullman. Delangelo gives it to him. Pullman running off tackle, knocked down around the 40. Gain of three, brings up second and seven. Clock continuing to roll inside six and a half minutes. Delangelo gets a play call from Scott Sergela. Do you think the Patriots are going to air it out at all here? Try to get back in this game? I mean, running it down four at a time. Six-minute mark. Clock continues to roll. No one wide on the play. Pistol formation. Delangelo takes a snap. It's a high snap. Blitz coming again. Delangelo sidestepped a few defenders. But steps ahead for about three yards. Brings up third and four. Iron Mountain has been aggressive on the blitz tonight. Yep. They've been aggressive all game long. They tried to put Westwood away just before half rather than kick the field goal. Offensively, they've been doing some aggressive play calling, opening up the airways. Clock continues to roll. 5.20 to play third quarter. It's third and four. Westwood trailing by 22. Pistol for Delangelo, and now we get a whistle and a timeout called by Scott Sergela, his second of the half. There's going to be a lot to work on in practice this week. A lot of communication, getting everybody on the same page. Westwood just hasn't been tonight. Yeah, and you know you got to give the Mountaineers some credit here. They've their their scheme defensively has kind of disrupted the Patriots the Patriots ground game. There's not much going right for the Patriots offensively. Defensively, they've been burned by a couple big plays. Looking for a bank that understands your business, then look to M-Bank from business loans to treasury management and everything in between. M-Bank's in your corner and just around the corner member, FDIC, equal housing lender. Household appliances services what they sell and sometimes what others sell depending on the brand. Not every store can promise that. Service after the sale is always tradition at household appliance. Tanner Hoops, Jared Koski, Max Stevens, Thomas Dunstan, the crew for tonight. 5-12 to play, quarter number three, Iron Mountain, 28-6, they lead Westwood. What's up this week for Westwood girls tennis? Oh, that's a good question. It's day by day in our house. It's like, what's up tomorrow, right? <laughs> it's been a good season so far, though. Yeah, they've had they've had some good success this year, a lot of good competitive matches, and Getting ready for those two big ones, which are the Mid-Pen Conference and, and the UP Finals. Pistol formation for Delangelo. Pullman in motion. Fakes the give to him. Keeps it himself. Diving forward near the first down marker. I think he's going to be short. It'll be close. Byzantainer came up to make the stop along with Gio Bazanese. And right now they do mark him about half a yard short. So it's going to be fourth and inches. Got to go for it if you're Westwood. 447 to play third quarter. Ball at the 46. So if Iron Mountain shows that heavy blitz again like they have been doing on these third and fourth downs here, do you do you have an audible? Can you do that here? Do you do you let that be a, a decision on a on a student athlete or I I can't speak for Coach Sergio in this situation. <laughs> Glad I don't have to live with those decisions. <laughs> They're showing blitz again. Big time. 
They stack the box. Delangelo wrapped up in the backfield, trying to dive forward with the second effort, but he's short. He loses a yard. Iron Mountain had 10 players on our side of the line of scrimmage and with one person in the backfield mm-hmm. on that play right there. Delangelo had no chance. So 4-10 to play, third quarter. Iron Mountain takes over at their own 45-yard line. Excuse me, at the Westwood 45-yard line. They lead it 28-6. This third quarter has slowed to a crawl. Continue to check on the out-of-town scoreboard as scores become available to us. But for now, Iron Mountain getting to the line for their next series. Byzantainer working under center, two-man backfield. Five-man front defensively for Westwood. Handoff going up the middle of the fullback, and he's stacked up near the line. About a gain of half a yard. The ball carry gets up from the bottom of the pile, and it was Peach Antonio. No gain, second and ten. Officially goes as no gain. We'll try it again from the 45-yard line. Are they going to throw the deep ball again, Tanner? Wouldn't doubt it. I would. Old Westwood to sleep with it before. Second and ten. Three and a half minute mark, third quarter. Byzantainer under center. Five-man front for Westwood. Back to pass. You called it, Jared. Looking, firing. Now it's a little check down, and it's caught. It's Jake Dumas. Check that. It's Joe Dumas. First down and then some inside the 20, down the sideline, and knocked down around the 13. Great pass complete from 3.16 to go. And Iron Mountain continues to lull Westwood to sleep. And then beats him with the passing game. It goes as a gain of about 32. I think they're going to make it official. Travis Uren just had a collision with another Iron Mountain player. It took them both a couple seconds to get up and figure out which way to go to their own huddle. First down and 10, ball at the Westwood 13. Byzantainer working under center. Double tight end set. Takes a snap, hands off Peach Antonio going up the middle, dragged down near the 10. Gain of close to three yards. Peach Antonio, the ball carrier. Gladstone has opened up a 20-7 lead. They're taking on Gaylord tonight. One minute left in the third quarter there. End of three quarters, Lots 24-14. They lead Houghton. Sault Ste. Marie, 14-7 over Alpena. They are after, they are through three quarters in that game. As are Calumet Nagani, Copper Kings up 22-6. Shotgun formation. Second and eight, Byzantainer takes a snap, running off tackle, rides it. Now he's going to pitch it, and it's Ivasevich Hines into the end zone for the 12-yard touchdown. Everybody was going for the quarterback, and then Byzantainer optioned it, and Ivasevich Hines finds the end zone. Another touchdown for Caleb Ivasevich-Hines. This time from 12 yards out. 
Three hundred and seven yards for the Mountaineers unofficially in this hat in this game. Snap is high. Vizentainer pulls it down. Kick from Ivasovic Hines is good. And that makes it 35 6 Iron Mountain. A minute 56 to go here in quarter number three. The Bjork and Zolke Funeral Home support the athletes, cheerleaders, banded fans. Play hard, be fair, and enjoy the game. True North Federal Credit Union is a resource for you and your family. They support the efforts of all involved in tonight's game. Good luck from True North Federal Credit Union. Got a score in from uh, Chris Hartman, the athletic director over at Kingsford versus Shy Cotton. They're tied at 14. All right. All right. Kingsford taking on a Wisconsin school. Thanks for listening in. Wish we had better news to report on Westwood's end here, but Patriots trail 35-6. We were scoreless after one quarter. Westwood with a couple of nice goal line stands in that first half. It was 14-0 at halftime. Westwood scored two plays into the second half to get within 14-6. But it's been all Iron Mountain since. Westwood just seems to get it to about midfield every time. They get stopped on fourth and short. They can't fight that blitz. Then Iron Mountain with a couple of plays to gain minimal yardage, and then they burn you for the big one. Kickoffs in end over end. We should have a return on this one. Kangas has it. Kangas around the 20, 25 to the 30, and run out of bounds just shy of the 35. Kangas on the return. Special teams tackle for Berkland. Across the 30 to about the 32-yard line. A minute 50 to go, third quarter, 35-6, Iron Mountain leading. Trying to move to 2-0 on the season. Official spot will be the 32-yard line, and it's first and 10. It's been a long third quarter. It really has. It's slow to a crawl. Pedro Jr. varsity squad falling to Iron Mountain last night. 0-2 to start the year. Pistol formation for Delangelo. Eric Anderson, a step to his right. Nobody's out wide of the play. Pullman's in motion. Keeps it. Going up the middle. He's hit hard and dragged down near the line of scrimmage. It's Ivasovich Hines with the hard hit in the tackle. And really, it's been the same play, trying to get something to work. Either Delangelo keeps it or he gets it to Pullman on the sweep and nothing's working. That's it, though. I mean, at this point, do you get some game experience on some of the things you want to keep or do you just keep them hidden and save them for, right? You you can think of that two ways. Second down and nine, ball at the 33. Give Delangelo a gain of one. Pistol formation. Double tight end set. Alderton to the near side of the field. Man in motion is Pullman. And he gives it to him. Pullman running around the end. Gets across the 40. Dragged down near the first down marker. He's going to be just short. Brings up third and about one. 51 seconds to play. Stop the clock. Are they looking at a measurement? Third down from the 42. Clock is stopped. No flags on the field. 
They're looking at measuring this. I don't know what they're doing. What took so long? Now we have a timeout called. And I haven't seen who it's been called by. For a measurement. But what takes you so long to decide you're going to measure it? Yeah, this is an official's timeout. Now they do bring the chains out. I mean, that was a good, you know, 20 seconds after that play was over. 30 seconds, maybe. Ball is just past the Westwood 41. Did Pullman get enough of the first down? He did not. So it's going to bring up third and inches. 51 seconds to play third quarter. Think the blitz is coming again? You got it. You know it. You know it is. You know it. The last time they lined lined up with had ten guys in the backfield. Pistol formation. Mariutsa, as in Luke, the wing to the near side. Here they come. They're loading the box with eight guys. And Delangelo trying to run off tackle. He's sacked again. It's, you know it's coming. Yeah. And the Patriot offensive line just getting overwhelmed. A loss of three back to the 39. That brings up fourth and about four. I mean, they're not even they're not even trying to hide it. No. They're bringing all three linebackers just right up to the line and shooting gaps. I think Scott Sergela is going to keep every every trick, every thing else that he has in his playbook close to the belt. Save that for another day and try to get through this one. Play clock and game clock almost identical. We're under 10 seconds to play in the third quarter. But Westwood doesn't have to run a play in this quarter if they don't want to. And they're not going to. After three here in Iron Mountain, it is all Mountaineers 35-6 over the Patriots. Fourth quarter next on ESPN-UP. At Embers Credit Union, we believe in the UP, so we're helping everyone take their outdoor adventures to the next level. Now's the time to get a great loan rate on an ATV, side-by-side, snowmobile, or camper. Come talk with an Embers Credit Union loan officer in Marquette, Nagani, Munising, or Trinary. We're here to deliver solid financial advice. Check us out online at embers.org. Member NCUA and Equal Housing Lender. We're Embers Credit Union. Let's live it up. Super One Foods in Nagani and Marquette are thrilled to welcome back high school football with these deals. Black Angus T-Bone Steaks for $6.96 a pound. Whole Fryer Chicken, $0.66 a pound. Smithfield Boneless Pork Country Ribs, a family pack for $1.66 a pound. 80% Lean Ground Chuck, a family pack for $2.69 a pound. And Bicolor Sweet Corn, $0.33 each, a limit of 12. Prices are good through Saturday, September 7th at your local Super One stores in Nagani and Marquette. Low prices, better choices right in your neighborhood. Super One Foods. Now you can combine Big Boy's Big Goodness with Big Room in the new meeting room that can fit up to 50 people. Next time you need a space for your group and food to feed them, call on Big Boy Marquette. You pay for the food, the room is free to reserve. Take a peek at it the next time you're in. It's in the back by the buffet. There's a TV on the wall if you need and free Wi-Fi. Teams can eat meals there. Ladies have been spotted playing cards. What could you use it for? The brand new meeting room at Big Boy Marquette awaits you. Call 226-1062. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots football on ESPN-UP. Well, the Westwood punt on fourth down is not without controversy. 
Again, another meeting of the minds. Here, four of them gathered up. And They're the trying officials. to decide if they t- if Iron Mountain, the ball bounced off one of the Iron Mountain players. And they are saying it's Iron Mountain football. They have determined that it did not touch an Iron Mountain player. And it is Mountaineer football, first and ten at their own 40. Westwood alertly scooped that up, and they played through the whistle, thinking it might have touched an Iron Mountain player. The officials determined it did not. Yep, it was a heads-up play down there by, um, I, I believe, that was Mason Mariuzza. Well, Houghton is within four. They trail lots 24-20 midway through the fourth quarter. Escanaba leading Petoskey 34-22, looking at the out-of-town scoreboard. Westwood in a 50 on defense. Pitch to the outside, running hard, running to the left is Berkland, and he's got room across midfield, 45-40. See you later. Caleb Berkland takes it 61 yards to the house. And Iron Mountain increases their lead 20 seconds into the fourth quarter. Berkland's the nose guard defensively, but he's been playing quite a bit on the offensive end, primarily in the backfield tonight. He's got some wheels. So Caleb Ivasovich Hines on to attempt another PAT. He's been perfect in that category tonight. And his next try is on the way, and he makes it. Extra point is good. So with 11.40 to play in regulation, it is 42-6. Iron Mountain leading Westwood. Alfier Westwood, first half wasn't kind to you. Nine penalties for 75 yards. A few things didn't go your way. Wow, but had a chance in that third quarter. They, they were there down two scores. They score right away in and almost look like they're going to have a good defensive stand, but Iron Mountain goes touchdown, 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 puts up 230 yards and a quarter and change here, getting 377 total for the night. Iron Mountain with 28 unanswered points after Westwood got within eight, two plays into the second half. It's just not been Westwood's night. 42 to 6 Mountaineers as they get set to boot it away. It'll be Gavin Gallette to do the honors once again. Not one, but two kickers on this Iron Mountain yeah, team. Right. Kickers and me in a rare breed wherever you are. Gallette approaches. And he sends a low line drive end over end, and that's going to roll Ooh. out of bounds. Did they just try an onside kick? I don't know if that was an onside or if he shanked it. Yeah, it was one of the two. Ooh, I'm a golfer. You can't even say that word. (laughs) (laughs) Out of bounds around the 46 is where they threw the flag. 46 on Westwood side. And the lead is greater than 35, so the clock is rolling. So there's no way they just tried an onside kick when, when you got a running clock going. You wouldn't think. But they have been aggressive all night. They have. I'm going to go with he shanked it. I'm going to have to say, (laughs) you can't say that word, but I'm going to go with, yeah, that's what happened. 
Westwood football at their own 46-yard line. Now we get a whistle prior to the snap. And Robin Martello wants to take a timeout. He's got a few of his defensive subs in the ball game. Some fresh bodies coming on. Josh Fister is in there. Seth Hansen in the ball game for the first time. Eli Lawfulm. It's not hard in basketball to kind of know when some of the subs are coming in. Ten, right? Man, you got you got some uh, skills here. Keeping an <laughs> eye on that. Here's a practice. Iron Mountain is going to substitute a few guys in and give them some playing time. Zach Erickson, seeing the field for the first time tonight. Eleven oh eight to play, regulation time. Clock stop with the timeout, 42-6 Iron Mountain. And with the lead in excess of 35 points, that means a running clock. There'll be better days ahead for Westwood. A lot to work on this week as they prepare for Calumet a week from tonight. Evidently, they're putting together a pretty good game tonight up, up in Nagani. Really good one when we keep checking in with the out-of-town scoreboard. A few more newcomers into the Iron Mountain lineup. Will Strand. Keeps setting the lineup as it becomes available. First and 10, Westwood at their own 46. Man in motion, Kangas. And he takes the handoff and dives forward for about half a yard. Kangas on the curve. 11-minute mark, quarter number four. Call it second and nine at the 47. Couple new bodies coming in for Westwood on the offensive end as well. Let's see if they're going to be as aggressive with this, sec- so to say, second string defense. Are they going to put nine up in there and blitz? Looks like it. They're showing blitz. Pistol formation, man in motion. Delangelo keeps it, running off tackle. No, he did hand it off, and he's got a lot of room. That's Chad Pullman down the sideline into the end zone for the touchdown. A 53-yard scamper for Chad Pullman. A really nice fake by Taylor Delangelo. Bowman with a couple rushing touchdowns last week. This score goes for 53 yards with 10-21 to play in the quarter. And now can you get this two-point conversion in? Some Westwood is 0 for 5 on this season. Pistol formation. Anderson a step to the right of Delangelo. Takes a snap. It's high. Looking for space. Cuts up the middle, and he's in. So Delangelo does tack on the two-point conversion. And it's 42-14 to with 10-21 to play at regulation time. So Westwood back home next week, taking on Calumet. That'll be another toughie. A couple tough weeks in a row here. And then I think Ishpeming right after that. Ishpeming after that. No rest for the weary for this Westwood squad. Big Boy Restaurant Marquette has room for you and your team to enjoy breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Buffets with room for everyone to sit together in the meeting room in the back of the restaurant. 
Fox Motors Team UP is proud to support the players, coaches, and fans in tonight's game, as well as the educational efforts of our teachers and schools to prepare our students for the future. Good luck to all of our teams from Fox Motor Team in the UP. And Embers Credit Union is ready to serve you in Marquette, Nagani, Munising, and Trinary. Embers Credit Union, live it up. Thanks to all of our sponsors for your support of Westwood Patriot football. Could not do it without you. Continue to look at the out-of-town scoreboard. Has gone final in Nagani. Calumet will enter next week's matchup at Westwood 2-0. They down the Miners 30-6 to tonight. Just across the 9 o'clock hour back home. Central time zone for us tonight. Kangas has the ball teed up, ready to send it away. 10-21 to go, regulation time. Kangas checks both sides of his line. Right-footed kicker approaches as a low-line drive that's pounced upon right at midfield <laughs> and taken to the ground by Carrion. Iron Mountain takes over right at the 50. They lead 42-14. Are they going to do some substituting on the offensive side of the ball as well? A couple new bodies in there. Lafon mm -hmm. playing on the offensive end as is Strand. Some new Iron Mountain Mountaineers are in. So Lafolm will be the new quarterback working under center. Junior, 5'11", 155, and we get a whistle prior to the snap. And we have a timeout on the field. So the Mountaineers want to spend it, want to talk about it. Yep, prepping some kids for some reps. They need to get in the game later in the season or maybe as underclassmen, giving them a little chance play under the lights. They go to practice every day. They go to the weight room all year round. Give them a chance to get in the game tonight. Westwood with a few new bodies in defensively. See Luke Vidlin is out there at a linebacker spot. Saw a little bit of Garrett Mann tonight, but not much. Still trying to work him back from a quad strain. That'll help the Patriots as they move through the season, too, getting him back healthy. Mason Mariutz out there at a defensive back spot along with Chad Pullman. Five-man front defensively for Westwood. Lafolm under center. Pitches it. Looking to cut up the middle of the field, and he's uh, stacked near midfield. Doesn't look like much of a gain, if any. Out near bowl carrier, last one to get up from the bottom of the pile. Are you on the stop? Brings up second and ten. Ten-minute mark here in quarter number four. Westwood trailing 42-14. Lafon brings in the play call from the sideline. The deep back is Strand. Too wide to the near side of the play. Jake Dumas and Gio Bazanizi. Takes a snap, handoff. Goes up the middle, that's Strand, and he stacked up for a loss of about two. 9.30 to go, fourth quarter. 
I don't think they're going to air it out this time. No. I think they're just going to wait and snap the ball at the end of the time and get try to get everybody off the field. Ball just shy of midfield. Iron Mountain with it, third and long. Backups in for both teams, largely. Be back on this play, Gio Bazanizi. Man in motion is Dante. Let's coming from Westwood. Pitch goes to Gio Bazanizi, trying to cut it up the middle, and he's stacked up for a lost flag on the field. It's going to be a face mask. Luke Mariuzza, the first Patriot to meet Bazanizi. Had credit for the tackle. And it is a hold against Iron Mountain. So 8.43 to play, quarter number 4, 42-14, Iron Mountain comfortably in control. Do you decline that penalty because you want... No. That's right. That's what Scott Sergela does, brings up fourth down at about 13. That's good. So one man back deep to receive the punt, that's Chad Pullman. Couple gunners out to each side. Dante Bazanizi near side. Ivasovich Hines boots it away. A booming punt. Pullman's just going to get away from it. Takes an Iron Mountain roll inside the 20, and Dante Bazanizi knees it at the 18 yard line. Down at the 17 yard line, first and 10. So 8.31 to go, regulation time, and Westwood back on offense. Continue to see some fresh bodies come into this game. Taylor Delangelo still out there as the signal caller. Delangelo brings his squad up to the line. Gavin Delay now up there on the defensive line for Iron Mountain. Shotgun formation, Delangelo with a man in motion, Pullman takes the snap, hands off to Pullman, running around the end, and Pullman has a block, has room at the middle before being dragged down near the 30-yard line. A gain of 12, maybe 13, before Eli Lawful brought him down. So we'll give him 12 on the play, official spot at the 30. Clock starts up again, they've reset the chains. Brent Ammon back in the ball game for Iron Mountain. They go with a 50 up front. Eight-minute mark, quarter number four. Iron Mountain in command. And in motion, Luke Mariuzza. Right to left, lining up as a wing back. Pistol formation to Langelo. We get a whistle before the play. Time timeout called by Westwood. That is their final of the half. 7.44 to play. Saturday morning coaches show tomorrow. Hear from all five coaches in Marquette County. Get their thoughts on how Friday night went. Update from Marquette, Traverse City Central. 
takes a 30-20 to lead with a touchdown pass from 68 yards out as time expired in the third quarter. Central leading Marquette 30-20. to Calumet winners over Nagani tonight. 30-6 being the final. Lance leading 39-20 against Houghton. 3.20 to play. Regulation time there. Full night of football all around the state of Michigan. Four games in the Upper Peninsula tomorrow, including Ishpeming's Battle up at Lakeland and Hubble. A couple of 1-0 teams playing at 2 o'clock. 7.44 to go regulation time. First and 10, Westwood at their own 30. Delangelo from the pistol formation. On the hard count, takes a snap. Looking to cut it up the middle, now bounces it to the outside. Delangelo stacked up near the 33, just shy of the 35. It's going to bring up second and close to seven. Now, there will be brighter days ahead for this Westwood team, Jared, but tonight a lot went wrong for them from the get-go. Yeah, and I, I think, like, they didn't yeah, seem like they were six. mentally here to play tonight. That they In that first half, like we talked about, they just weren't crisp. Second down and six, they gave them four on that first down carry. Shotgun formation, double wing set, Delangelo. QB keeper, cut it up the middle across the 35, dragged down shortly thereafter. Clock rolling inside, seven minutes to play in regulation, 42-14, Iron Mountain comfortably in command. Third and four, will we will we see any kind of a throw, or I think we're just going to kind of stick to reps on our, will we on see our bread blitz? and butter? Iron Mountain has loved to come with pressure on third down in short situations. We really haven't been in third and long tonight. No. It's been third down and four coming up against the pressure. Third down and short. Coming up against a lot of blitzing. And the offensive line just hadn't been able to sustain it. Man in motion. Delangelo takes a snap, keeps it himself, cutting up the middle, has a first down, and then some cross midfield, 45, and dragged down shortly thereafter. So Delangelo with a run that's going to give Westwood a new set of downs. Good for close to 20 yards, depending on the official spot. The 45. Reset the sticks. Clock continues to roll. Six-minute mark, quarter number four. 19 yards in that run from Delangelo to the Iron Mountain 45. Mountaineers leading 42-14. to 14. Double wing set between Pullman and Mariuzza. Nobody out wide of the play. Double tight ends. Pullman. Fumble. It's loose on the field. And Westwood dove back on top of it. There was confusion from the get-go on that play. Pullman came in motion. Thought he was getting the handoff. Delangelo thought he was keeping it. Ball fell to the turf. But Westwood does get back on it. I didn't see who got it. But it was one of our linemen had the wherewithal to get on that ball. Nice play. They lose four, back to the 49, at second and 14. 5.16 to play. Clock continuing to tick. Nobody out wide for Westwood. Two tight ends, Anderson to the left, Alderton near side. Pistol formation, Delangelo, man in motion is Pullman. 
Gets it on the end of route. Pullman across the original line of scrimmage and finally brought down near the 40. Pullman on the carry. Gain of close to nine. Should bring up third at about five. Four forty-one to play here in regulation. Patriots at home next week with Calumet. Miners got the, excuse me, the Copper Kings got the win tonight over the Miners, thirty to six over in Nagani. Takes a snap to Langelo, hands off Pullman, end around first down, and then some inside the thirty, breaking tackles to the twenty-five. Before he's finally stacked up and driven down. A pretty sustained drive here by the Patriots. 4-10 to go. Clock stops while they reset the chains. Gain of 14 on that play. Westwood down to the Iron Mountain 25. Mountaineers will head up north to take on Houghton. That game coming up in week three. Houghton about to vault to 0-2, trailing lots by 19 late in the fourth quarter. 3.45 to play. Westwood had too many men in the huddle. They send the excess Patriot to the sideline. Hustle to the line. Play clock winding down. New quarterback, that's Mason Mariusa, fumbles the snap, dropped to a knee and picked it up. So Delangelo out, Mason Mariusa now under center, recovers the fumble for a loss of about two, brings up second and 12 at the 27. 3.13 to go, regulation time, clock continuing to tick. Westwood got within 14-6 to early in the third quarter, but then Iron Mountain. He erupted for 28 unanswered, and they have not looked back. High formation, Mariuta under center. Handoff, Kangas going up the middle. He's stacked up and thrown backwards. Nowhere to go there. There's no options. Erickson making the tackle for Iron Mountain, 237 to play. Brings up third and about 12. Air it out. Let him air it out. I don't think Mariuts has gotten a chance to toss the pigskin yet. He's appeared at quarterback in both games so far this year. Works out of the eye formation. Anderson in motion right to left. Pitches it. Kangas looking for space to the outside. Has room. Gains about 10. And he's dragged down inside the 20, just shy of the first down marker. Nice run by Kangas there, getting around the corner. He's going to bring up fourth down and short as we hit the two-minute mark here in regulation. Gio Bazanese comes up to make the tackle. Fourth down. going to call it fourth and three. Both spotted officially at the 18. Mariuzza to the line. Double tight end set, wing back, Anderson in motion. Mariuta pitch to Kangas, running off tackle, left side, diving forward. Looks like he has the first down. Yeah, blitz coming. Blitz was coming again. For the first down. 90 seconds left. Clock stops while they reset the chains. Westwood does not have any more timeouts. Gain of four for Kangas, and it's first and ten at the 14. Not by Patriots will fall to one and one to start 2019. 
Iron Mountain will head up to Houghton next week, 2-0. That'll be their first road trip. Mariuzza takes a snap. Pitch to Kangas, running right this time. Cuts it back up the middle inside the five, down near the goal line, diving to the end zone, touchdown. Nice block by Eric Anderson on the end there to allow Kangas to cut that up, and he finished off that run by getting through a couple defenders himself. Slippery Steven Kangas. No kidding. Minute 15 left in regulation, and Kangas with his first varsity touchdown. A 14-yard scamper to get Westwood within 42-20. to Two-point try pending. Mariuzza under center out of the eye. Pitch to Kangas. Same play, and he's in for the two-point score. Two-point conversion. Good on the run by so That gets Westwood within 20. Iron Mountain on top, 42-22. to 22. Hey, coming up in the post game, we'll get you caught up on the numbers, scoring recap. Put a bow on this one, and you'll hear from head coach Scott Sergula. All that and more coming up in our post-game show here on ESPN-UP. Minute 15 to go in this one. Westwood trailing 42-22. Patriots will be 1-1 when they welcome Calumet. A week from tonight. Well, 299 yards on the night, but a lot of those came in the last two possessions Mm -hmm. against uh, maybe not Iron Mountain's complete second string, but a lot of their subs in. But uh, that's that's some of our second string Mm -hmm. players also getting some chances to show, and you know what? They're doing a heck of a job against Iron Mountain. First varsity touchdown for Kangas. And he gets set to kick off. 42-22. There's no question. Uh, Steven can pick him up and put him down, and he he makes some good decisions carrying the ball. I watched him run a lot last year on the JV level, and uh, he he, he did a great job. Uh, Nice to see a young guy like him getting some reps there and putting the ball in the end zone. And I take it back. Scott Sergio is going to try out another kicker. Michael Buzino has it teed up, ready to boot it away. And Buzino sends a line drive, end over end, and it's just caught on a knee at the 22-yard line. And Westwood without a timeout, powerless to stop the clock. Iron Mountain with just a couple kneel downs should do it. Now that kick there was a nice end over end yep. kick. Looked like it was had good control. That would easily get through the uprights. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll see a little more Michael Buzino. Maybe we're working on that a little bit. So minute 12 to go, fourth quarter of play. Iron Mountain leading by 20 with possession. And they come out in victory formation. Lafolm working under center. Lafolm gets a snap, drops to a knee. Probably just has to do it one more time. Visitator taking a knee. Second and 10. Iron Mountain will be 2-0 to start 2019 before they take on the 0-2 Houghton Gremlins. couple of impressive victories early on against Westwood and Nagani, and they do so without the aid of quarterback Marcus Johnson. 38 seconds left. One more knee, that should do it. So 42-22, Iron Mountain victorious this evening. 
Both teams hanging out on the field just in case. Another snap not necessary. And the final seconds will tick away. No in penalties this in the second half. How about that? Huh? Not in Westwood anyway. Well, I, they had to... They had to clean that up, and they did. So yep. if you, if you want to look at something, whatever they talked about at half, they definitely cleaned that up. So that's that's a good, you know, you can look back at this game and say, if you didn't do that in the first half, where would you have been? You wouldn't have been down two scores, and you punched that touchdown in right away. Maybe you'd have gone ahead there. So, um, you know, if if nothing else, you can look at it and say, we made a we made some progress in the second half with regard to our discipline and and not jumping and getting plays in and getting defense ready. and So that's that's something positive you can take out of tonight's game. Let's take a time out. When we come back, we'll put the finishing touches on this one. Patriots fall 42-22. Uh, postgame starts now on ESPN-UP. Take a look inside the world's primary nickel mine. There are only a few free tours left of the Eagle Mine and Humboldt Mill this season. Tours go through the end of September. Eagle Mine offers two different tours, a driving and walking surface tour of the mine site and a walking tour of the Humboldt Mill. Registration for each tour is required. Book your free tour online at eaglemine.com slash tours. The tours are free and they're open to people age 13 and up. Attendees under the age of 18 must be accompanied by an adult. Book your tour online, eaglemine.com slash tours. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots Football on ESPN-UP. Welcome back to Iron Mountain. Tanner Hoops, Jared Koski on the call. Patriots fall tonight 42-22. First loss of the season. Let's give you the scoring recap. We were scoreless after one. Westwood with a couple of nice defensive stops in the red zone early in the first half. But Iron Mountain was able to crack the end zone at the 8.45 mark in the second quarter. A 25-yard touchdown run by Colin Visentainer, QB keeper, and the PAT put him up 7-0. Later in that quarter, the 5.02 mark to be exact, Dante Bazanisi with a 5-yard touchdown run. Extra point was good. Iron Mountain led 14-0. They had the ball at the Westwood 11 with 61 seconds left in the first half. Rather than kick it, they tried to convert on fourth and one. Didn't get it. Westwood held on, and they went to half, trailing 14-0. Two plays in the third quarter. Westwood got on the board with a 61-yard touchdown run from Taylor Delangelo. Conversion failed, and they got within 14-16, but it was all Iron Mountain after that. 30 seconds and two plays later, Byzantiner hooked up with Jake Dumas for a 76-yard hookup, and that put Iron Mountain up 21-6. to Then at the 639 mark third quarter, it was uh, Ivasevich Hines who had the 48-yard reception from Byzantiner, and Iron Mountain went up 28-6. to Then Ivasevich Hines again at the 156 mark in the third quarter, 12-yard touchdown run, and Iron Mountain continue to pad their lead. Going to the fourth quarter, 20 seconds in, a 61-yard touchdown run for Berkland, and that made it 42-6. Westwood would get a couple of scores back. Chad Pullman with a 53-yard touchdown scamper at the 10-21 mark. That made it 42-14. And then Stephen Kangas at the 115 mark, a 14-yard touchdown scamper. Conversion, same play, it worked. And Westwood got within 42 to 22 but ultimately jared 
just outplayed by a really good Iron Mountain team this evening. Penalties were an issue for Westwood in the first half. Clean that up in the second half. And that's, you know, what you got to take as a positive going into Calumet next week. Yeah, you got to give Iron Mountain a lot of credit tonight. Um, they're a good team, number one. Uh, they still got a weapon sitting on the sideline that yeah. they haven't even had to unleash yet. So I uh, look forward to the Mountaineers being a tough, tough out on anybody's schedule and uh, possibly making a, a run in the playoffs this year. Uh, they They had a very aggressive game plan tonight. They called plays aggressively on the offensive side of the ball. They called plays aggressively on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, they had brought the heat on those third and fours and those fourth and fours. And I'll tell you, we couldn't do anything. To, even if we tried to throw or something, would we have even had time? I don't know. But um, they, uh, they certainly put together a great game plan. Their kids executed what they wanted to do, and uh, they kind of lulled us in to thinking they were going to run it a couple times and snuck open for some deep balls. The one that hurt the most was the one right after. We scored, put it to a one-score game. We hold them, send them backwards. They got a first and 19, and boom, that, that, was, the, that was the backbreaker right there. you got to give them credit for answering Westwood, though, when they came and punched that one in on them. So uh, hats off to the Mountaineers, but uh, Patriots... Like you said, they they made themselves look better in the second half by having things cleaned up and being organized and being ready to play. And so uh, I think that that's what they're going to take from it. They, they put up 299 yards tonight. I tell you what, we still got a couple more breaks we owe you. Let's take another one now. Still to come, Scott Sergilo. We'll get him on headset and get his thoughts on tonight's matchup. That's coming up throughout the postgame show on ESPN-UP. At Embers Credit Union, we believe in the UP, so we're helping everyone take their outdoor adventures to the next level. Now's the time to get a great loan rate on an ATV, side-by-side, snowmobile, or camper. Come talk with an Embers Credit Union loan officer in Marquette, Nagani, Munising, or Trinary. We're here to deliver solid financial advice. Check us out online at embers.org. Member NCUA and Equal Housing Lender. We're Embers Credit Union. Let's live it up. Make sure you're following ESPN-UP on Facebook and Twitter to stay up to date with all things UP sports. Don't get left out of the conversation either. Let your voice be heard on anything from high school sports to college and the pros. You'll get access to -to up-to-the-minute news and opinion from the ESPN community. On the air, on the web, and on Facebook and Twitter. It's everything you need for sports. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots football on ESPN-UP. Danner Hoops, Jared Koski, Max, Dun- uh, Max Stevens, and Thomas Dunstan, the crew for this evening. Glad that you're along here in Iron Mountain. Still awaiting head coach Scott Sergula, his team falling tonight 42-22. to And we continue to get scores from around the Upper Peninsula. Calumet winning tonight over Nagani 30-6. to They're going to be tough as ever when they come to yeah. town next week. And Westwood knows what they got to work on. The offensive line, it's not going to get any easier when you play a team like Calumet. So no, they, they flew around last year and brought a lot of pressure and heat, too, and uh, yeah, this is probably some good reps for what they're going to see again, especially if they watch this game. They're going to they're gonna do the same thing. They're going to try to disrupt our plays before they can get developed, before our blockers can get to people and seal. 
What I'm hoping is that this was somewhat of a wake-up call for the Patriots. They just didn't look sharp. You said it earlier. You said crisp, and that was the right word to describe it because they just didn't look so early on. Bad penalties, weren't getting to the line quickly enough, weren't on the same page as each other. It just wasn't a lot to feel good about in that first half. I know it was a frustrating first half. They did get some things cleaned up the next time around, and you're thankful for that, and hopefully that's the momentum that they take going into week three. Looked a lot better in the second half, um, and uh, that's what they got to take out of it is that that was a lot more crisp and a lot more organized and a lot more timely with with being ready to play. And Coach Sergula is still down on the field. Looks like he might be talking with a reporter right now, and one of and his JV coach, and hopefully he's making his way over this way. Yeah, we'll give him a couple more minutes, but. I'm not sure if we're uh, going to get him tonight. I don't think we are. Um, well, we've still got one more one more break to take anyway, so let's take it now, finish off the postgame next on ESPN-UP. Dave's Collision in Ishpeming specializes in scratch and dent repair as well as other major collision repairs, including metalwork, painting, and collision-related mechanical work. Dave's uses quality Exalta paint to ensure a clean, shiny, color-matched finish. With over 26 years of experience, Dave, with the help of his qualified staff, has the knowledge to restore your vehicle to pre-accident condition. Make the right decision. Choose Dave's Collision. Call 485-1211. That's 485-1211. Here at True North Federal Credit Union, we want to teach kids how to save responsibly right from the get-go. That's why we offer the Kirby Kangaroo Club to ages 0 through 12. The Kirby Kangaroo Club teaches kids how to save responsibly by offering them a punch for every $5 deposited into their account. They can then redeem those punches for fabulous prizes. We also offer the Claim Your Youth Program to ages 13 through 17. The Claim Your Youth Program teaches teens how to save responsibly by offering prizes for net deposits into their account. It's all available at True North Federal Credit Union. Member NCUA, Equal Housing Lender. Make sure you're following ESPN-UP on Facebook and Twitter to stay up to date with all things UP sports. Don't get left out of the conversation either. Let your voice be heard on anything from high school sports to college and the pros. You'll get access to -to up-to-the-minute news and opinion from the ESPN community. On the air, on the web, and on Facebook and Twitter. It's everything you need for sports. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots football on ESPN-UP. Tough night for the Patriots, falling 42-22 at Iron Mountain. They dropped a 1-1 in the year and welcome Calumet next week. Iron Mountain now 2-0 as they will travel to take on the Houghton Gremlins on Friday. That's going to be it for our broadcast tonight. I don't think we're going to get Coach Serge up here this week. We'll chat tomorrow during the Saturday morning coaches show, and it's my hope that you join us then. I want to thank all of our sponsors for taking the time and making it possible to get Westwood Patriot football on the air. Could not do it without you, and I want to thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed the broadcast as much as we enjoyed bringing it to you. I hope you enjoyed the broadcast, if not the outcome. For Jared Kosky, Max Stevens, Thomas Dunstan, my name's Tanner Hoops signing off from Iron Mount, where once again the final score, Mountaineers 42, Patriots 22. We'll talk at you tomorrow on ESPN-UP. From all of us at ESPN-UP, thanks for tuning in to Westwood Patriots football. Now we return to regularly scheduled programming.